Welcome to Sequel Rights. Join your hosts, Justin Camps, Elizabeth Helley, and Tyler Hymanson, as we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. Species 3, Open Water 3, Cage Drive, Cage Drive. <laughs> For the love! Just when you thought this franchise couldn't get any worse. Find us at SequelRights.com and your preferred podcast app. This episode brought to you by the Sony Walkman. You kids these days don't have any idea how good they have it. Fuck. The Sony Walkman. I had the uh, the vibrating headphone one. Oh, yeah. And you've got, so you've got to really make your choice. Like, you've got to listen to 12 songs all day long. Yes. You know? Yeah. And forget about, like, if you want to, like, hear a song again, you can't just hit it on repeat. you got to rewind. And rewind takes fucking longer than the length of the song. Than the entire song is. Yeah. And then if you're only looking for that one song... Then you got to flip the tape, press play. Like okay, so we're at song five of of the second side. Then you got to switch it, rewind it to two, and it has to be perfectly fucking balanced. Yeah. God forbid you're gonna tape something over the fucking thing, because like, what am I rich? If I'm gonna make a mixtape, I have like a whole warehouse full of blank Mac cells. Yeah. I got two tapes. And there's no fucking Spotify, so you're sitting there waiting on the radio. You're listening to the top 10 of 10, waiting for fucking, this is how we do it to come on. So you can hit record. <laughs> and then you hear, and the always, because the asshole DJ is talking over. So at the you very beginning, you're like, 98.5, this is how we do it. I actually had a, a mixtape of just all, this is how we do it. Nice. Amazing. You talking about an awesome mixtape? That's a fucking awesome mixtape right there. there this is how we fucking do it. <laughs> and then if you want to tape over it, you got you to gotta purchase tape. Tape to put on the tape, right? That little belly button, that little nubby up there. You put the tape on there and you can tape over it. What a fucking holy God. And then all this rewinding talk and stuff. What if your rewind's fucking broken? Then it's like, oh, I got to rewind. I want to hear that part. Oh, got to take it out, flip it. Because, yeah, the, yep. so the original fast Sony Walkman forward. doesn't have the fucking auto switch. Exactly. So you got to turn around, then fast forward, which is rewinding on the other side, then flip it around in here. Nope, not quite. Got to go a little bit further. Take it back out, flip it back around, boom, fast forward, come back around. Or you're in the middle of rewinding or fast forwarding, you open it, and then when you pull it out, it's like grabbed some of the tape. So, like, you got to fucking take a pencil or your pinky and jam it into the little anus hole and friggin' wind it yourself. And pray to God that when you put it back in, it works. Because the fucking piece of crap ghetto blaster. All I want is for everybody in the neighborhood to listen to my gangster rap. Yeah. But I can't if it's chewed the fucking tape up. Well, and then you're talking about the video, and you're talking about the, uh, the vibrating thing too. The battery life's like eight seconds on if you if you turn that vibrator. Oh, it was on. like the rumble feature on the N sixty four. Oh god, it's just dead. You see the fucking hydro bill after that bad boy. Oh my god, One session of friggin' banjo kazooie. Holy fuck, fuck talking Fortnite money. Ooh, and another thing about fucking Detroit. What were we talking about? The Walkman. What? It was what? We talking about the high prices on the stock market? Hey everybody, we're watching Guardians of the Galaxy and you're listening to Miscast Commentary. Welcome to Miscast Commentary's Movie Marathon. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? With two guys actually crazy enough to get this done. And I have a bow and arrow. Now here are your hosts, Language, Joe Findlay and Todd Murray.
Hey everybody, and welcome to Miscast Commentaries MCU Commentary a Marathon Commentary Extravaganza. I am Joe Findlay. I'm Todd Tebow, the Sailor Murray, and we are back at you with our first not related to the Avengers movie. Awesome. Uh, well, now it is, but it wasn't at the time. Uh, our first uh, foray into Marvel Cosmic. Good introduction, too. Mm-hmm. Great introduction. I think this movie's a real, uh, uh, you know, like, like Ant-Man after Infinity War. I think this movie's a real palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. And I think it really it changes the direction uh, really nicely with the the, the the tone of the movie, like the jokes, just everything about it. Well, especially after Winter Soldier, which was it, a really exactly. serious one. Like I said, uh, well, what a one-two punch. Really, truthfully. Oh, the cinema, let me tell you. Oh. Fucking shirt. So good. I'm, I'm dying to. There's been rumors that they're going to do the uh, Marvel Afon again when Endgame comes out, where they literally oh, just begin. Oh, we are. Oh no, no. we're going. We're going again. We're doing it again. We're going again. Yeah. No, but like victory it, lap. They did it at the theaters for uh, Infinity War. I think it was. They show every one of them, and they showed every one of them. Oh, that's right. That's like mm-hmm. watching Doctor Zhivago in the theater. Yeah, somebody on I think it was one or two point one in Toronto. They won a chance to go see it, and they went and saw it with one of their producer with one of the producers, and he was just like picking the ones he didn't particularly like and like have a nap through them. Oh yeah! Oh, so it's in a row. Yeah. How long does it last? It was like two days. Holy fuck! Like it was. Sizable. Like you get like you're you're throwing that's like rent like you're living there now mm-hmm. yeah this for is the a... price of one t- do you have to pay for multiple like what's the price of this bad boy it's not as much as going to see eighteen movies but it was like I'd not throw... one admission yeah it wasn't like a I'd argue admission. that I'd argue that at the concession stand yeah is this refillable popcorn because I'm here for two fucking days yeah this is I am not I'm buying the large <laughs> I'm getting the large then yeah. you you damn right. Yeah. I'm going to buy like 18 smalls when I can uh, just get one large and have it refilled 50 times. And you know you're not going to get any hand jobs during these movies. <laughs> Says you. <laughs> popcorn butter? I give myself a hand job. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, no. Fucking right. Let's just yeah, be jacking just... off in the theater again. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the theater and you hear that you know Toddy Boy's in there. You're masturbating. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> uh, remember when our childhood hero jerked off in a porn theater? Next yeah. to everybody else was jerking off. I could have been anybody. A, that was I could have been any one of my childhood I heroes. Know. See, that was to me though the the thing that blew me away because when you hear <laughs> about that, I know again. <laughs> the, um, but the thing, like you hear about that and you hear oh lewd behavior in the theater. I wasn't even aware it was a porn theater, and that at the beginning, lewd. and then I found out. I like the word well, lewd. that's what they said, right? And then you re- and then once you become an adult and realize that hey inside a porn theater that's what literally everybody's doing I'm like then why are we acting like I used to work at a porn cinema I know that's oh, exactly what they're doing my lord see I wanted I applied to um, like porn shops but I only wanted to do it for the stories I wanted like people from my life like teachers and shit like that Walk showing in. up in there and just be like hey you like giant dildos who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I ran into all my family and friends in the giant dildo section of the sex store. I just picture every single one of them would be like, uh, was it Grandpa in the Maison Derriere in The Simpsons, <laughs> where he's like, <laughs> sees Bart and just keeps a little like, no, no, no. like Luke's Hanks right had him oh, on the yeah, thing. Oh, sees Bart goes whoop, 
turns around, <laughs> but, grabs his hat. And but <laughs> in like flawless motion. Just like, <laughs> That's funny when you said that because I was thinking when he's like, I only came here to get directions on how to get away from here. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. But you went, the, awesome. you went the grandpa route. Uh, it's all good. All right. Well, there's only one way to continue our Marvel Marathon. That is correct. And that is for us to press, press play. Press play. Play now. Play. There we go. Now. It's working. He pressed it. All right. Saw him do it. He did it. He did it. This one times out weird because when you press play, it's like in black for a little while. And so like the Earth 1988 is up right now if it's not up for you. Oh, it's gone. There you go. So now there's a mellow pop song playing in a Walkman. It's very mellow. Oh, there's that Sony one, the original Walkman. There it is. Used to be called the Soundabout, apparently. That's not a piece of trivia. I I just read it. What? What? That was that's not of like our no, one no, of our no. official. What was the name of it? The soundabout, I think it was called. I had the pan. I remember having. I had the first one. You had the shock. Or wave. I had that one, but then I had the Panasonic Shockwave, which was just yeah. the headphones. Yeah, which was so cool. But this was like ten years later. I thought that was James Caan for a minute. I know this guy actually. I know him from Gilmore Girls, and he's not the only person in this from Gilmore Girls. He played Logan Huntsberger's dad. I know he's in other stuff, but that's where my brain goes, and I apologize. Um, there's a lot of Gilmore Girls in this one. Well, there's two. Because oh, well, Sean, enough. that's enough for me. Because Sean Gunn, James's brother, is also he was a regular on Gilmore Girls. Oh well, well. And while we're talking about guns, uh, I say ban them all. Uh, but uh, James Gunn. Director of this movie, writer of this movie, he wrote Tromeo and Juliet for uh, Troma. If anybody wrote, out there is listening, mm-hmm. watch Troma movies. Yeah. They're, un- if you know, if you're listening to this podcast, then it's not going to bother you. Some, yeah, for sure. Some are much worse <laughs> than others, like as far as, not from like a tasteless perspective, but just like In they stopped real... making a real effort perspective. Well, no, the thing is that you have to watch the ones directed mm-hmm. by uh, Buddy. Kaufman. Not Kaufman. Uh, 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 Hertz? Coid, Lloyd oh, Kaufman. Oh, Lloyd, yeah. What did you say, Kaufman? Yeah. Okay, you're absolutely correct. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Lloyd Kaufman, yes. They have mm. to be directed by him because they, they just slap their name on any yeah. fucking thing. I really give credit because I, honest to God, didn't know that the mom was played by the same woman, woman in the two movies because like she's so emaciated it here. It is the same woman, yeah. Is this the way you'd want to go with everybody surrounding you, watching you die like you're the emperor in Dark Crystal? No, but... <laughs> I do like, like that get reference. the fuck out of here. I'm no, dying. No, I would. Well, and all you know is like, this is obviously the moment. Like they've been told. And now oh, like, that would be I terrifying. Know. I know. And then you oh. have to have, and then you have to have your one-on-ones with people. In okay. The room. Okay. I saw everybody as a group now. One-on-one. When my uncle I'll passed, I went there. I was at the hospital and we went in and he was just there on the bed. And there were like 20 people in there just like, and whatever, just, but he was dead. Oh God! He was already dead. I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing? And I was like, somebody's in there eating a sandwich. It was a different thing. I like that. You could see, like, like the way her, the way she contracted there a little bit. Like it looked like she shrunk a little bit. This legit broke my heart. I know the ending got me, man. I was crying. Mm. But like to me, like it's just that moment of because you cannot take it back right you refused to hold her hand when she needed it right when she died too hey bummer man that's like you're gonna remember that for a long time fucked up huge that's gonna give you a reason to drink it away let me take it don't worry pepsi pepsi throw down 
I wait for him to run out here. What are you waiting for? And then he gets sucked up. It's wonderful. You should have ran past the T-1000 mm-hmm. near that Pepsi machine. But talking more about James Gunn, this is where his thing gets weird. So he also did the story for Terror Firmer, which was another trauma <laughs> movie. <laughs> he uh, wrote and directed episodes of Tromaville Cafe, some TV. I don't even know where this appeared. I don't know it either. And then he wrote uh, some short for Sergeant Kabuki Man, which I never liked Sergeant Kabuki Man. <laughs> it's but, so stupid. Uh, but here's the weirdest thing. He's uncredited writer of 13 Ghosts, the remake with like Matthew Lillard and oh, yeah. uh, that, which I didn't mind the movie yeah, because it like it wasn't it like, let me finish. It was not a good, like it wasn't a scary movie or anything like that, but I liked the style of the movie. Like it had like crazy looking uh, ghosts and stuff like that. They like gave him all these crazy backstories and all this shit. Yeah, this um, one's like, like railroad tie head. He's like, yeah, Bleh. yeah, exactly. Well, cause he was a black dude. Yeah. He was murdered. Like, <laughs> it's like, like railroad murder. Yeah. Uh, he wrote, both Scooby-Doo movies. James Gunn did? Yes, he did the story for Scooby-Doo 1 and he wrote Scooby-Doo 2. I knew when I he, saw Scooby-Doo 2 that hard edge, that yeah. scrap he had, I was like, I yeah, knew. I could feel James Gunn. He made a lot of rape jokes. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He wrote Dawn of the Dead, the remake. That movie kicks ass. Yeah. Uh, then wrote and directed Slither. He did a segment of Movie 43. Oh, right, that okay. That god-awful thing. No, that movie's so wicked. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, he did the Belko experiment. He uh, wrote Suicide, uh, Suicide Squad 2, which is coming soon. Uh, he's in development for a Starsky and Hutch TV show. Uh, he also did a movie called Super that starred Rain Wilson, Ellen Page, Liv uh, Tyler, Kevin yes, Bacon. I've I seen it, actually. That. I've seen it. It's, it's good. Mm-hmm. I did not know that was his movie. Yep, so that I was think him. it's got Elias Cotius in it too as the bad guy. Probably. Um, and then Elias Cotius sounds like he'd be in a movie like that. Um and then uh, Nicole Perlman, who is the first female writer credited, which I didn't even know. she I didn't know somebody other than James Gunn also wrote this movie. Um, she has written, she wrote the story for Captain Marvel coming up. Ah. And she's also written screenplays for, um, you remember the cartoon Mask? It was like, uh, like something armored. Uh, okay, yeah. Combat, it rings a bell. It rings a bell. Uh, so she's doing that. And she's got a script for a remake of Labyrinth. Nice. So she's got that stuff going. And she was also a script consultant on Thor. So it was like when they were saying, oh, you're not putting any women into these things. There actually was one. They could have defended themselves pretty much right away. Right there. But it, this is. Well, but, just be to say, yeah, we have won. So but this that is makes James, up for it. Yeah. But this is James Gunn's vision. Beautiful. Essentially. It's, I don't know, like exactly whether they worked together or they each put in a script or what. I don't know. Uh, we're looking at sexy Chris Pratt. There he is. I didn't realize, I forgot kind of how everything lined up because he was also in Zero Dark Thirty and that's actually how he got this job because nobody had ever seen him in shape before because he was always fat Chris Pratt and then people saw him like that and it was like, oh, he could be a hero. Like, he's oh, now got- that he's got abs, he can be mm-hmm. a hero. So they asked him too. Well, uh, James Gunn said he was going to give him the role no matter what, whether he was going to lose the weight or not. But they asked him to lose the weight. They asked him to lose 50 pounds. He lost 60 for the role. He did? Yeah. Wow, so, I didn't think he was that like overweight. He was, yeah, like. he was pretty big. And uh, they actually make a comment about it in Parks and Rec because you see from one season he's fat, and then when you see him in the first episode of the next season, he's really small. Right. And then uh, they're like, "So all you did was quit drinking beer?" He's like, "Yeah, I lost like sixty pounds." That's <laughs> it, eh? Like they just kind of like like it was almost an accident. Right. So this is a brilliant beginning to this movie because like I didn't know anything about the Guardians of the Galaxy, and I didn't know. What they were, what their intentions were. I knew it was going to be kind of funny because, but the uh, trailer gave you mostly jokes and stuff. So I was like, okay, so it's that. But I didn't know anything about it. 
I don't no, nobody did. No, same really. thing with like Thor and all this. They they mm-hmm. they have a vision. A vision. They have a vision. There it is. Like in both senses of the word, which mm-hmm. is a character called Vision. But yeah, they, I, I, I think they it. did great uh, uh, with this movie. And I like, I always ask, like, why did they, why did they pick the directors they picked? But they picked so perfectly with Guardians of the Galaxy with James Gunn. Yeah, he knows them like better than anybody. They said there's really seemingly. Good, yeah, they says there's a really good chance because he was kind of done with the Guardians anyways. Which is kind of funny. He was like, he wrote the next one and stuff, but he was like, I want to move on to the next thing. He wants to do more Marvel Galactic, and Disney's already said they're willing to work with him. Really? Yeah, they said that almost right is away. Is this new news? No, this was like like maybe a week after they fired him when they realized they were a little too fast firing. Right, him. like they jumped but, the gun. They jumped the gun. Quite literally. But they couldn't <laughs> get, I, I think they were in the position where they're like, we've we've screwed up by jumping the gun and now we'd be screwing up even worse by just going back on our word because it like creates oh, a precedent. So, so he could be so the, the, like, the, the, the showrunner for Marvel Galactic. So and that's kind of where they're thinking, but they keep, there's other, because they're talking about making another Guardians that's like the group of Guardians at the end of part two, which all of those people were Guardians of the Galaxy at one point and stuff like that. So they're, because it's, it's one of those real, like the Avengers were a real trade-off role where it's like like a hundred people were in it at a, one time or another right, like J- J- justice league unlimited we're like wow they're as far as the horizon yeah every <laughs> single one of them a god yeah pretty much <clears throat> the only like, take only one of them i like here uh jujimanu hansu yes jaiman hansu uh dejamin yes that's what his friends call digimon J- J- yeah J- dejamin digimon <laughs> yeah okay there's five G's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in like so many Marvel movies. Yeah. He's he, in Captain Marvel coming up. He's in this one. He's in. Uh, he's playing the same role in Captain Marvel. But, oh, he is. Well, because this takes place in the past, Captain Marvel. So uh, uh, that's so right. He's in it and Ronan the Accuser. Is he, in it. Who is he? Who's he? I don't remember his character's name, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. Ronan's back. And good for yeah. that. He must have been like, fucking A. Mm-hmm. We're back. So- but um, yeah, Matrix, sweet Matrix. He's seen the Matrix scene, but it's eighty-eight. Oh hell yeah! No, it's the future now. It was eighty-eight then, and now he's grown up. Oh right, but yeah, he still he hasn't ha- seen it. But he's lived in space, so no. he's not seen the Matrix because I don't think, think that being out in space that you Xandar. could you could get like you know at least some kind of a signal you know like look at all this crazy yeah. shit that they have well remember the satellites only go out so far i like their little tools and like his little gadgets and stuff like that they're really cool don't they have space tv maybe they're having mm-hmm. so many awesome adventures in space you don't need tv well you got to remember though earth's satellites are all pointing inward to broadcast to earth they're not pointing outward yeah, right but with all this crazy technology i'm sure that you know like an omicron percy mm-hmm. i ate man they were watching single female lawyer Damn. so fuck right. you know come on uh, you, you make a good point i know right come all on right. These uh, the special effects look good still. Yeah. So uh, Pratt here, uh, he was pretty crazy. Uh, like I didn't realize how much he was in, and then I forgot about how much he was in as I was going through his list. He was in Strangers with Candy in his younger days. He was in Everwood, which we talked about last week when right. we had uh, what's her face there uh, from Revenge and all that shit that uh, they were on Everwood together. He was in the OC for a bit. He was in Jennifer's Body. Ooh. He was in he was in Moneyball, uh, Parks and Rec. That's obviously. right, Moneyball. He was the voice of Obi Wan Kenobi in Connect Star Wars, the Ooh. Xbox game. Uh, he was in Zero Dark Thirty, as we said. He was also in Movie Forty Three. He's got the Lego Movie, like, and then this is where you know he's in his hot phase. He's got the Lego movies. He's got the Jurassic World movies. Oh, he was in yeah. Magnificent Seven. Uh, Jurassic World Three is coming up, and a movie called Cowboy Ninja Viking. 
Oh, that's right. I thought they scrapped that. Apparently not. It's still oh. under the announced list. Hey, is that the chick that uh, Captain Kirk banged? Probably. Uh, but you can see he's she's wearing the shirt he was wearing as a little boy uh. when he got... So he, he's got some clothes, at least. Another uh. thing mm-hmm. that really helped this movie mm. resonate with the fans, I truly believe, is yeah. the soundtrack. Oh, absolutely. The, well, the whole awesome mixtape was such a great idea in Gun. Because he has, this is mm-hmm. part of the real story. This yep. is from the... I own it on vinyl. Right. So this is the part of the comics. Like, I think he really mined from the actual source mm-hmm. material, and he did a great fucking job. He's such well, a smart fucking writer. Well... They just his, mentioned the Kree Empire. Yeah. yeah. But he, um, his big thing was that he is, uh, by making this soundtrack, he was trying to ground the crazy... Right. Because now they're in space where they've never been. Like, they've seen aliens come to them, but you've never been out there. So now you're out there, and it's like you need something to ground you. And it's it's such a mild psychological thing. That's weird. And it is. And it's like, it works, this though. reminds you, this makes you feel at home while you're so, while you're nowhere near home. That's a great idea, actually. Yeah. That's so, why they're making the big fucking bucks. So uh, he also, um, they used a lot of the soundtrack and then uh, they actually made the score ahead of time as well. So they could do it, uh, so they could play it on set when they were doing things. So they would get the right, like tone and mood and all that right. shit as they were doing things i love yondu so that's sean gunn so there's yondu on the in the blue obviously and sean gunn is to his immediate left or our right and that's james gunn's brother that guy wow. looks like the guitarist from mastodon <laughs> what that guy there he Could is. well be there's other rock and rollers I've, n- I've never seen him in this movie i'm gonna look for him rob zombie's in this movie he is okay i'm gonna yeah. look i had no idea so, he was in this he is one of the ravagers He's not i these love ones, the ravagers long-term story Mm-hmm. love it oh absolutely they did not you know yeah they why did they kidnap him they were told to and they actually explain it in two that's right exactly but can't, uh, should we talk about that now or should we wait no we can wait okay. um in this movie he's they say that he was supposed to deliver him to somebody oh, fuck. and that's all you know at that point is i was paid to come and get you right and then i kept you was essentially the thing uh so here we got lee pace um Another weird career of uh, like so many of our guys are in so many different um, what's the word I'm looking for uh, franchises and stuff like right. that. And I know it's hard to not be now because everything's a fucking franchise. But he was in the Twilight Breaking Dawn Part Two, who was really one of the only interesting characters in that. <laughs> um, he well he plays he plays like a southern guy, and so he was there for like the Revolutionary War and all that stuff, and like he was so he was right. But oh, yeah, and, and he's one of the only people who you just see kill a human, like one of the only good guys who you see kill a human in the whole thing. Uh, and then killer. he was in the Hobbit movies. He was Thranduil, uh, who was the uh, elf king. Oh, no shit. Mm-hmm. So that's oh, him. He's got a machine up here with blood. Was one of the better acting roles. Like he really, really hammed it up in that, that dude's movie. dude's got a lot of blood coming out of oh, him. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Absolutely. There's Nebula. She, I was so shocked when seeing pictures of her out of this makeup. I, I was just looking at her again today because she's like a redhead. And yeah, all that she stuff. was the girl in Jumanji. She's in Jumanji. Uh, she's also in Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, in the Matt Smith Doctor Who's, if, if anybody cares. If anybody cares enough to know which Doctor <laughs> Maybe they wanna, do. No, cares enough to want to know which Doctor Who, but doesn't care enough to know that information already. Like, I feel like that's a very small Venn diagram. Right. Like, you're not telling anybody anything new, and anybody mm-hmm. who's hearing is like, who cares? Like, who yeah, shit. Exactly. Right. 
It's like bit pretty much this podcast. I was just th- I was gonna say the same exact thing. High five! Yeah, yeah. She's uh, hot even as Nebula. I think she is beautiful. Oh, she really is. I think Nebula needs to just stop all this crazy screaming uh-huh. and bone bones coming back together and just get a little tea here, man. I'll That's make you feel good, girl. Uh, yeah. I'll make your broken joints feel real good. <laughs> yeah, Todd, Todd's body was literally oh, built yeah. for broken women. That's right. <laughs> uh, Emotionally and physically. Yes. Don't, I'm, I'm not. Woo, I'm not oh, I was trying my now. best not to say. Yeah. But uh, Zendar. So, I like that the land is also shaped like their star. It's like something that fucking would happen in Abu Dhabi. Like you go there and this it's like. Is, a, this is not. Abu Dhabi? Actually, that's pretty fair. It's not, uh, I really, it's been a long time since I've seen this. Actually. Me too. Me too. Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. was really when I said, "Hey, what are we watching mm-hmm. today?" You said this one. I was like, "Fucking a! What a good one!" So we're talking here now. To me, I don't know what your opinion is on oh, this. There he is. Uh, they actually changed that. He was originally supposed to be uh, Stanley's appearance was supposed to be in the collector's uh, thing, but they didn't want him like jailed or whatever, so they changed it last they minute. Didn't want him By the jailed. way, they had a really nice thing. I just watched Spider Man uh, into the Spider Verse today, and they had a really nice little uh, thing for him at the end, which like got me a little emotional. It was good. Um, little, little tribute thing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we're talking about these guys. To like, are they not to you the most like the biggest wastes of money in this movie? Who? Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel. Yeah, I don't know how much they got paid for their voices. They do a great job, but I guess it, well, Vin well, Diesel definitely. Anybody could have said, "I am Groot." For fuck's sake! I well, and you synthesize it, and then when you yeah. think about, he's the voice of Baby Groot too. He's just, I ain't Groot. Like, yeah, I, like so, so like, you're what? just running it through a fucking like like a synthesizer essentially but the um but bradley cooper said he made more money doing this movie than silver linings playbook and the first hangover combined <laughs> that's hilarious so like that's like and again you could have gotten wow, literally just to be the voices yeah and you could have got literally anybody michael rooker actually wanted to be rocket rocket and got Yondu instead because oh, he, he was, you knew he was getting a John, he knew he was going to get a James Gunn movie. Bro, I, I like think that people be... like Rocket a lot, but I think Yondu was a much better role in the first two movies than Rocket got. Uh, well, especially the second movie. Yes. The second he movie. He has like, a really good story arc. He's got a really good. It's yeah, like I Yondu's, love his story. Yondu's the MVP of the second oh, movie. Oh, absolutely. In my opinion. Oh. Uh, and this is great too because mm-hmm. this is like the fuck they're fucking geniuses. Mm-hmm. Like here they're they're talking about uh, the Cree mm-hmm. buddies, the Cree. Yeah, uh, it's it's a total it's, setup. Like it's setting up a lot of things that like it's actually going to explain things that we see in Captain Marvel. Right, I can't fucking wait um, for that movie. When is that again? April? Something? Um, no, March. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that movie. We obviously won't be able to do a commentary for it uh, in the grand scheme of things. I promise you people. See it and then come, we'll, when, we'll see something on YouTube. When I go see the movie, I'm going to talk through it. The talk entire, right, like I'm talking to you guys right now, man. Yeah. I'm like, hey, Joe, there's nobody there. If you listen carefully enough, you'll hear it. Oh, see, run, girl, run, girl. She's green. Get her. <laughs> Always get the green check, which is kind of ironic because like, she walks in on... Uh, Chris oh, Pine when she when he's fucking a green chick. Oh, that's right. Well, it was good call. So that's all good. Zoe Saldana, another weird career prior to this. Like one of the first things she ever did. It's uh, one of uh, was Crossroads with um, Britney Spears. Oh my god. 
that fucking movie. When and are we watching Crossroads? Probably, I don't know. Our last one for this is April 25th, so probably the next week. Sweet. <laughs> you know how much I'm always talking about Crossroads. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then she was in Pirates of the Caribbean. She looked so much older in that movie, too. She played <laughs> Anna Maria, the one, uh, the pirate chick who slaps uh, Johnny Depp. Right. And But she looks like an older woman God, in that, woman. but like she's considerably young. At that point, that was her chopping off the arm. That was continues the uh, Empire Strikes Back right thing that we were talking about. Uh, there's there's so many things like seeing all these characters that like I want to talk about Infinity War, but I'll just wait till we get there. That's the problem. Yeah, is, like ugh, it's so good though. I just yeah. watched it again. Like, uh, yeah, I was walking through the old flea market there uh, today, <laughs> and they had it on a big old screen that they were trying to sell, and half it had a big blue line going through. It. I'm like, you're trying to sell this fucking TV? Like, yeah. what are you trying to sell this thing for? Yeah, but, that's, yeah that's how I got my first wife. Right there. So I got my first three. No, you disgusto. What? I was at this plaza. This tree man grabbed a girl, oh. and I was like, "Hey, did you see that woman?" And then we we went on a date. I was the tree man. That's, oh, so wow. you cost me a wife. You owe holy me one. Oh, here's shit, more. woman. Yeah, like she fucks her. Fucks Dear her God, life. like look at him. He's like, "Holy fuck!" She just like <laughs> chopped my arms off. What a like this was a cool little like opening. It's one of those like convenient that everybody's in one place at yeah. one time kind of thing. Well, they had to explain but, fast well, how the team gets yeah. together. I don't know what oh, it is in the comic. That but. shot was built for 3D. <laughs> that was the extending <laughs> of the gun. Right. Just, oh, he's like kicking his arm. Groot is re- a really cool character. Yes, uh, he is. Vin Diesel actually said it was really... Uh, kind of, As dumb as it sounds, I kind of get it. Said it was really therapeutic to play. This guy, because he played Groot just after Paul Walker. Yeah, because because he's such a he's such a method actor. No, no, but he was. I'm saying he he did it just after Paul Walker died, so he was like kind of depressed and like all this stuff. And he's like, and then you play this innocent, like even though you don't have any lines, he's like coming from a place of just like love of life and interest, like and just innocence. He's like, it was kind of really nice to play. Even and he's like, right. and all I'm saying is I am Groot. And he's like, he understands that. Yeah, but he's like, he's trying to put what he's thinking into it where like he puts his thoughts into it and then I am Groot's it because he said I am Groot over a thousand times for this movie. Oh my god. And then he I wonder what do you have what they got paid or no? I don't have their their individual wages or anything like that. Uh, I was overall 170 million dollar budget so figure out what you think it costs to make this movie and then take their salaries out of it I guess. You think like as a director and all you've done is like trauma movies and like like, Bruce Willis. Yeah I mixed with a guy from the headstones. (laughs) Uh, they, like you think they would be nervous? I guess I anybody mm-hmm. should be. I guess right. Like mm-hmm. They're like now you're gonna be from nothing to 170 million. Yeah, I'd be like holy fuck. Like well, of course, but at the same time, it probably in a lot of ways frees you up because it's like the things you used to struggle for. Right. And you have to just figure it out later on. It's now you can literally go. Can we get that? Yeah, no yeah, problem. Yeah, we've got that over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we anticipated your needs, and we already have that. Like you were saying before, uh, and the other one, oh, there's Thanos. Yeah, well, he is the daughter uh, of Thanos. Oh, so, damn it. I was trying to see the the rest of the... There's so on the, much. On the, right, on the right side, there, yeah. there was a bunch of characters. You have to... Pu- oh, it was just... It was um, Gamora, Nebula, and Ronan. Ah. Um, <laughs> <his> <laughs> little T-Rex back. arms going. <laughs> but, like, the it, it's so much stuff, too. Like, you can see... Um, like he had it, there was another name. There was something Lark was one of his other people, and that was like another character who from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, oh, so many. Like, I'm trying to read Robert all the different things. Record, yeah, yeah, what you're trying to see assholes. so many things. So, that's uh, Peter Serafinowicz who just said that that was improvised, that little middle finger bit. 
um, which they showed for the trailer at Comic-Con, but then they covered it up in the trailer right. like for TV, which, and they put that like obscene gesture thing. Like it looked, made it look like the glass did it. Um, <laughs> like the glass did it. Well, I, I kind of like that. I thought it was, a, it was a funny joke though. Like it was kind of neat. Um, but yeah, Peter Serafinowicz, who we just had there, he was he, currently the tick, uh, is also the voice of, uh, Darth Maul from episode one. Really? Yeah. The tick. Yes. <laughs> Fucking then, Darth Maul, the tick's the man. And then he is—he uh, was in like Shaun of the Dead and 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 um, Run Fat Boy One, Run and the World's End and stuff like that. Wait, so <laughs> what's in the Maltese Falcon sort of vibe? What's mm-hmm. the uh, what is it again? Is it the? What's what? It's not the Tesseract. It's the no the what the orb that they have is the uh, power power, the power stone, stone, which I just read today. I mm-hmm. did, I just read the the, the headline because I thought it was going to try and tell me uh what's going to happen in the next end game or what they think or whatever. I'm trying to uh, read nothing. I'm trying I'm, to read nothing. I avoided and it. And it's like the something plague. about uh, yeah. I shouldn't even yeah. say it. It might it might be like it might draw us yeah. too close to the. That's the problem. I don't want to hear anything. I know. That's why I was like, I'm not even. And I, were you even seeing the headline? I was like, ah, fuck. Like, see, there's one big rumor it's all just right speculation now. Speculation now, though. Yeah. Are you going right, to say the time split? You're say the time split? No. Although I do think that's going to be a thing too because yeah, because you because they were saying there's a big thing on the internet where they, they, it was split in two. Yeah. Um, the timeline. Yeah. And then um, what was the other? So thing that, now there's even more Spider Mans. Yeah, and then there's also rumor, which I don't know if I sent this to you or not, but there's rumor that uh, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine is going to be in it. I heard they saw him on on set. Yeah, they saw Hugh Jackman, but uh, that could just as well be a. Hey, it'll just be a one quick thing, just because now they can have the X Men in it. I would love nothing more than a billion small little things like this fight. The final fight should be taking place all over the world, and you should like cut over here, and the Avengers there's are Wolverine, here, all and you cut sudden, over yeah. there, and there's Wolverine, and you cut over here, and then it's the Defenders who are currently not on TV shows anymore. Hmm. Like, that would be amazing to just see all these different Marvel people, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, you just literally Look every up, property. 60 pounds down. Oh, If you have to have the shirt off scene. Yeah. Well, can't we just have one seri- one dude with a gut? Can we just have one superhero? Yeah. I think Lobo well, Lobo might have yeah. a gut. Well, he, the, he, he's a little more into that now because in Infinity War, they talk, they, they make fun of him being fat. Oh, right. Right. Well, he's <laughs> getting a little, pu- oh, that's right. They do. He's getting a little, uh, mm-hmm. a little pudgy. Yeah, like but but according to them, pudgy is like one percent body fat. Mm-hmm. Like you big fatty. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's... you ate something today. Ooh. <laughs> well, they're just going by like health body index and stuff like that. Like yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, because that's the that's yeah. a real standard of life. Yeah. You can you, we can all achieve that, no problem. Mm-hmm. With her jaw. Oh, yeah. She's reading one of those Hallmark holographs. Yeah. She doesn't even know those people. She's just very sentimental right now. I know. This is a, like a cool. Oh jam. look 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 here. Yeah, there he is right there, Lloyd Kaufman. Lloyd Kaufman, that old guy yelling murder or whatever. That was yeah. Uh, the man. Yeah, so little uh, uh, like the, just to watch the makeup they put on some of these people, and it would have been fine for none of these people to be aliens. And like, it, like no, I don't think anybody would have questioned. Oh, it. that would have sucked though. Come on, mm-hmm. we're in an intergalactic prison and they're all humans. I'm just talking like the background guys. Like you look in the background and you can see aliens in the aliens background. It's good. like I can see like having your close up, like like the cantina scene. The close ups are for the aliens. Are they gonna have, have the like cantina scene at the new Star Wars? Like are you gonna be able to walk into a place and you're at the cantina? There is like a in cantina the hotel thing. It's not the cantina, but there's a cantina. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the yeah. Oh, this is so good. I like that there's like a rape scene. See, right off the bat, there's a rape joke in the oh, James Gunn. Oh, oh. This is so gross. <clears throat> 
Uh, this guy's dead. Yeah, yeah, you would think that would have penetrated Oh, his Lord. Brain. Oh, uh, I see his ass. That's his ass right there, he said. Uh-huh. He's trying to say it nicely, though, because yeah. these convicts are... Yeah, oh, he does fuck really him. conservative. There's a scene where they, like, very similar to the early scenes in Oz, where Schillinger, <laughs> like, stops... <laughs> Schillinger stops um, Adebisi from raping Beecher. Right. And then he's like, oh, I just did that so you could be mine. Oh, you're getting raped tonight, but just not by him. Just not by by me. Because I'm a racist. Yeah, and I will be much, much nicer about it. And I know he would not be. He's a Nazi. And uh, so they did also cut out the scene where you see Rocket Raccoon's full-on penis just peeing into a bucket. Yeah. (laughs) That would have been amazing if this would have just been a hardcore, like... (laughs) They should have. She been like a Deadpool R. Mm-hmm. Ooh, he don't like her. It's they kind know of who fun. She is. It's interesting seeing this part of her story now that I've seen the future movies right. and stuff. What's that and, guy's problem? I don't know. Uh oh, there he is. Dave Bautista. Who would have thunk it? <clears throat> as Drax the Destroyer. Per- per- perfect. He's the perfect He's body. Absolutely stuff. perfect. He actually apparently when he found out he got the role he just like broke down in tears and stuff and i guess he hired an acting coach to like get him through which is good you know what like people would shit on you for that be like oh you get this job and you have to go get an acting coach he took it seriously no exactly he wanted to get like no exactly he felt that he he needed a little Mm -hmm. uh little up his game there and and he did and the thing too is they all go to fucking acting Pacino, they all went to acting school. Same yeah. thing. That's an acting coach. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck? Like, you it's know? like, yeah, maybe they didn't have one on set. Like, Marilyn yeah, Monroe fuck, had man. one on set, but it was like, oh, God. She nobody was, was like shitting. A disaster. Just whipped yeah. their tits out. Well, because they had, like, she was with, like, Lee Strasberg and shit like that. So, yes. Like, and that was, like, hardcore. Yeah, she's, like, the one. But, but to have him on set or to have, to have Lee Strasberg on set with you is just, like, I read somewhere too that there was originally going to be a one-on-one fight between Drax and Thanos, but they scrapped it. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, there's still chances for more, right? But at this point, oh yeah, he's he, he's gone, right? Who? He was erased. Yeah, but yeah. Again, you, do you think they're not? They're all going to come back after the end, or they're going to come back well before the end? Sure, the, right in the middle. Exactly. So his makeup, I, I didn't really. I was trying to gauge if it was a lot of makeup or a little bit of makeup. Like it was just I think like it's spray a paint. lot. It is a lot. And yeah. I found out it took five hours to do and he had to stand the entire time. Whoa. So like, and so imagine like an early call, you've got like a 3 a.m. call so you can be on set for eight. Oh, he's used to the and, torture. He's a wrestler. Yeah. But still like that's, that's a lot when you're tired and you're like, you're doing 16 hours. And then you got to do the whole day. And then you got to stand up. And basically he had a uh, rail on either side with like a tennis ball on top. And he just like put his arms on that and just like stood there for five hours while they did this to him sweet Mm -hmm. let him hook me up for comic-con 12 hours in the chair jesus christ couldn't imagine now don't get me wrong i do it seven hours is the penis prosthetic yeah exactly the the rest of it was really easy you never see it as like i will not feel like tracks the destroyer (laughs) let's take it a mondo cock yeah Oh, yeah. Happened to me, bro. I've been stabbed. He was fucking a lot of alien chicks. I wonder if the Kree girl that stabbed him is going to turn out to be Miss Marvel. That would be amazing. Yep. You ever seen Ascavarian? Why would he have sex with Ascavarian? Why not? He's like Captain Kirk, man. Just go for it. (laughs) Do it for the... uh... You say, look, on your deathbed, I had sex with whatever the hell he just said. Yeah. Ascavarian. Yeah. So they were looking for a lot of people, obviously, or through a lot of people when the... uh... They were auditioning for Star Lord. They looked at Joel Edgerton, Eddie Redmayne, uh, Lee Pace actually auditioned. Uh, Wes Bentley, uh, Wes Bentley. Wow, I haven't heard yeah. his name in a while. Uh, Garrett Headland, 
Uh, who else we got? James Marsden. Crispin Glover. Yeah, he was there. Hey, man, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> oh, Aaron, nice. Aaron Paul. Glenn Howerton from, uh, what was it? Uh, is, always, is Glenn Howerton always sunny? I, I don't know. I think that's him. I do not know. And then John Krasinski. All auditions. So John oh, Krasinski. Oh, no shit. John Too Krasinski tall. keeps lo- losing out on all these bloody roles. Oh, he's now Jack Reacher. He's got a huge billboard he's in that, Toronto. He's Jack Ryan, not Jack Reacher. Yeah, whatever is he close. He wishes he was <clears> Jack R. Jackie yeah. Jackie <laughs> Oh Drax My favorite moment though I heard uh, Chris Pratt stole his Oh this is my, one of my favorite lines from the movie. That was my favorite knife <laughs> Poor guy But um Just wanted to kill a woman mm-hmm. in prison Yeah Chris Pratt <clears throat> apparently stole his uh, costume After the movie was done Because he wanted to be able to bring it with him uh, if he was doing hospital visits right. and stuff like that. So I think that that's, they can't bust you on that once you do that. They're like, You're why like, oh, did you steal it? I'm sure with all the money he made, he could have just got mm-hmm. a new one. Mm-hmm. But still, like, it's, it's one of those but, things. But that for the next movie, one. they're probably making a new one anyways. Yeah. Like, well, they're the, not using the old one. Well, there's no such thing as one. There's always 10. What? Right? Well, because imagine if you're on set and you do a thing where it's like, oh, you get sprayed with all this gunk. And then it doesn't go well. What do they have what to do? Like, like, shit yourself in the suit, right, or yeah, like we're taking two days, well, two days off. Let's go to the cleaners. Couple of blowouts. Mm-hmm. That onset catering is hell on your bowels. Oh hell yeah! Who's See, he? Who's he acting to here? Is uh, like a somebody speaking on behalf of? Thanos. I think he's one of the Black Army. To be honest, I think he's one of the dudes from Infinity War, but just in a different look. They don't say his name, so you never really know. He does kind of look like Buddy that was hanging around with uh, Loki. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That guy. Now, again, Remember, and he was like, you mm-hmm. fucking idiot or whatever. He was, yeah. yeah, he was bad. He's always bad mouth people. Like, oh, yeah. He's got a bad attitude. Oh, he was played by. Uh, oh, shit. Allison Hannigan. Oh, here he is, people. That hammer's badass, too. So, yeah, uh, James Brolin was the last person cast for this. But what, like, again, it's as they've been doing constantly in this long term casting, eh? You're going to have to. Oh. Oh, murder! Thanos don't give a fuck. Yeah, he's thinking it. He's got popcorn going on. He's, he's mauling it over here. <laughs> That'd be amazing. He turned around. He was just like eating a sandwich. <laughs> he's watching Futurama. So oh, yeah. that, that is sounds like him. It is him. Oh, it is. So this was his first actual appearance because uh, in Avengers he's in it, but he doesn't have a voice or anything like that. So now you can see they've done. They've made changes to him. They've yeah, updated still looks the same. Look at his dirty old chin going on. Yeah, his old testicle chin. But like they've updated his armor a bit, and they've updated like. But that I, for, I forgot that it was they had had him locked in at this point in time. Yeah. So I mean, I wonder if he was wondering at the time, like, oh, where's this going to go? Being this guy, and then they, holy shit, like. Well, they had he had to have known, or at least been made aware. That he would uh, like that he was going to be like the final boss, right? Like he was going to be the boss battle because he's like you find out he's like gigantic. I want a big smirk on his face, eh? That's so good. He knows what's his name is pissed. That's the problem. You can't be a bad guy and have underlings because they want they want to take you out too. It's exactly. You can't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. If there's anything I learned from Starscream other than his wonderful fashion sense, it's like don't <laughs> trust anybody. I like that he that's a joke they just continue yeah. through the entire thing. Like even the like oh, again, yeah, we keep going back to infinity. I know. It's hard like, not to. Yeah. 
I'm sure that if you're going on this disgusting Marvel gauntlet journey with us, that you've probably seen them all as well. I would. I I'd would like it if somebody hasn't and they're they're doing this. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this yeah. Marvel thing a shot. What the hell? Tell us if you, if this is your first time. If we popped your Marvel cherry <laughs> with the big one here, let us know, right? Mm -hmm. This is another great moment. Like this is really well written comedy in this. <laughs> this is secular, right? Like because yeah, then they say we need to do this. We need. Like, to get no, this he's thing, literally. Uh, we got to get the Cornex battery. And he's like, but it has to be the last thing, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Drax is just part. standing there watching him the whole time. Like, I looking love around. It so much. He's like, can I just <laughs> yank this right out of here? Yeah. Uh, oh, we close, definitely close. need to get that last. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I think everybody was surprised at how awesome this movie was. Oh. Well, you know, now we're, we're getting into like, okay, it's Marvel. It's probably going to be yeah. half decent. Like, it's not going to suck, but I think the level of yeah. fantasticness of this movie was like, wow. Oh, absolutely. Because again, I didn't like, when you don't know something about a comic book character, you just assume it must be shitty. Right. Because it's like, why, like, without reading a comic, I know everything about Batman and Superman. Yeah. It's and not Spider-Man. It's not the Hulk. I don't know who this is. Like, yeah, fuck exactly. it. So, but like, then you read about this and then you start to read about their lore and stuff because we talked a little bit about it with uh was uh iron man 3 or iron man 2 right he was supposed to he was supposed to be in this movie but was in that kind of place where he's like i might not do any more marvel movies so they right. had to him out of it he wasn't going to be like a huge role it was gonna be a very small little like introductory hey i'm also a part of the guardians of the galaxy type thing but so are a lot of people like there's other small characters in this that we'll see later that are also part of uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy in some point or another. And then they've like mentioned dozens of people essentially who are like, oh yeah, he was a Guardian of the Galaxy. I right, dug his, uh, his like, like a uh, shield? stick shield there. His, he was Thorin Oakenshield. I wonder, do they know sort of like Kevin Fiji? Yeah. Fijeo? Yeah. Does he know like what will resonate with people like thinking, you know what I mean? Like, cause we never heard of these characters yeah. before. So we must be like, you know what? I think people would like the guardians. Let's do guardians yeah. next. Um, which I would don't... then bring us into the cosmic side of things, which opens up possibilities. And I wouldn't put it on one man to have made a decision. No, 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 like no, no, this, but but I, yeah. I just mean Marvel in general, but Mar well, obviously I like that had to have had Like, I mean, I don't think that these are stabs in the dark. I wonder what the other ones that they've nixed. Like, they got a whole board. Mm. Okay, who do we want to do? Who do we think? And then I'd like to see the breakdown of why. I'm sure there's a lot of whys and a lot of everything. Like, there's probably, like, oh, we want to do... Uh, like, they probably want to do Captain Marvel at another time. You know, you know what? We're going to need that down the road. Right. And that's going to be a thing. And now, because she's essentially the hero of Endgame. For we don't know that yet. Well, we don't know, but, like... It's going to be Hawkeye. She's clearly the... She's the impetus at this moment Ooh. because of well because of the end of uh, Infinity War. She's the one they call on to save the day. Like you know, it's like oh, we need somebody to help us. She's the one I'm right. calling. So, oh yeah, they got like, some explaining to do. Yeah. All right, but and I'm sure like everything was held to a certain point where it's like oh, what about Ant Man? Ant Man was one of the original Avengers. We've right, done two Avengers movies. It's like no, we're gonna need him. We're gonna need him at this point, and we're gonna find out a different way of doing him and all that kind of stuff and it's so i mean i 
it's very carefully planned. And I think some stuff worked incredibly like out of this world. Well, like this and like the uh, first Avengers movie yeah. and stuff. And then some things may be less. So like your Thor twos and your like, Avengers two, Avengers two. And like, well, but that's still made a boatload. I'm of interested and... to see Avengers two to see. Cause like a lot, some of them have been mm-hmm. better than I yeah. remember them. Well, because now we have so much context after the fact. Right. Too, right? Exactly. Yes. Like, oh, this not only, not only maybe is this not as bad as I thought it was the first time or whatever, just on gut reaction, but now I'm also seeing that it had a million things to do with... Right, all like, the connecting pieces and the... Uh... Like, that's a little thing, and it's like the way I get through, like, the Star Wars prequels and stuff, when it's like, you put it... If, if you look at the movies in the context of... I always say, look at it in the context of they are the Emperor's story. They're not... Right. They're not uh, Anakin Skywalker's story. That and guy's then you dead, just, Groot. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, just the G-forces of how quickly <laughs> he was pulled just, <laughs> like, like, splashed his brain. So, yeah, I'm surprised his, his innards aren't still in the booth mm-hmm. here with him. I like that they didn't make him wear a shirt. Like, as I, I picture, I want to see, like, one of those um, Marvel one-shots where they're like, no, you have to wear the shirt, and he just, like, kills the guy's like, all right, don't, don't make him wear the shirt. <laughs> yeah, right? And like also, he's Drax all the time. It's really mm-hmm. Drax. It's not, you know, Buddy playing him. It's Drax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I was just talking, like, the jail, because everybody else right. is wearing a uniform, right? Oh, fuck. <laughs> you guys better get the foot. Now that you're his team. Yeah. I have a feeling that these guys are going to have to learn how to work together. Not probably Rest, not. Oh, yeah, 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 this, um... There was a nice little thing. Apparently, he got like a letter or something like that uh, from like an autistic kid who actually kind of read like Drax resonated with because he's not always he he he's not picking up on social cues. Right. He's not great with like he's very literal. He's very like you know that kind of stuff. And those are very kind of spectrum related right uh, things. And he's like it blew me away. He's like never in a million years would I have thought that that would have been something that somebody would have picked up on. Right. He's like it's not like he was trying to play it autistic. He was just, that's just, just Drax. Mm-hmm. Maybe Drax is a uh, slightly uh, space autistic. Space autistic. Whatever they call it when you're in space. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or do they call? <laughs> or do they call autistic people here Earth autistic? Ooh, that was Ooh, a gob. Yeah. See that? I'm I'm always like I'm terrified of spitting when I talk as it is. But the last thing I want is for it to be in fucking high def. You imagine watching this <laughs> right. movie on IMAX and watching a six foot tall like, like goober come off here? Like, Ooh, that's why they got the 3D porn going. That would be my luck with. Um, oh shit! Nice, I love that. But that would be my luck with the. Um, you let go of everything you're holding on to because you just can't fathom what it like. It would probably trip you up for a moment, though, right? Maybe just enough to make them go after your gun. I don't. I I love how like in space movies they just fuck with gravity however they see fit. Yeah, they're just like well because some people have been pretty smart about it and they create like the rotating thing which would actually create false gravity, right? And like and that kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. But this thing's just floating out there, which means it wouldn't have had gravity anyways. It's like, oh no, we just turned gravity on. <laughs> you turn it off and on there. Oh, okay. It, that, this scene reminded me of like in Super. I don't know what Superman it was, where they like reverse it. So when the bad guy goes into the one, uh, the other dude from his planet. Remember oh. he's fighting the three and the Superman two. Oh yeah, it was two. Yeah. And yeah. then they go in the booth oh, and he's he... like, actually, I reversed the polarity, so now they're like regular humans. Yeah, like it's I was just... like, holy fuck. Uh, just they're getting out of here. Well, and they he cha- well, and they went back in time when he did that. That was the first it, one. Was that the first, first one? First one. He went around the planet oh. so many times that it reversed. Uh... That's all very stupid to me. Man, there's so many murders in these movies that no one. Those guys yeah. just worked on the the place. I know. 
Like they just were workers. For, yeah, I mean, you don't even establish them as like crooked it's, or some it's shit. It's just a paycheck. They mm-hmm. just look like maintenance men to me. Yeah, exactly. And you work at the prison. Yeah, I know. We're celebrating all the cops. Maybe because you don't like. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we supposed to sympathize with the bad guys here, who are yeah. the good guys? There were other bad actual inmates, and they're causing chaos and murder. You got it. So <laughs> that's a prison ride for you. Yeah, I don't know what else to tell you. But um, <laughs> so he just he said his ship was called the Milano. It is based on baby Peter, coffin. No, <laughs> not like that. No, Peter Quill's <laughs> uh, childhood crush was Alyssa Milano. Ooh. So they're like he. So they're like he had a crush on Alyssa Milano. So when he gets his own ship, he names it the Milano. That's really coincidental because her as a child is my crush. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's weird. Before, that works out like that. yeah, but the second she takes off those, uh, those like boyish overalls yeah. she used to wear. I like his gear. I like his head. Uh, his head gear. Mm-hmm. It's pretty neat. Like I never really understood it. Like it would make sense. It's like, oh, he needs it to breathe out in space or whatever. But then he's wearing it here. I'm like, is it also like an Iron Man? Like it's a helping yeah. you aim. I'm thinking. It, I think it is as well. Like a heads up display. Yeah, kind of well, the eyes look like they do all types of shit. Yeah. So I was like, see him coming around the corner and. Yeah, I just never had any real rhyme or reason as to what exactly it was doing. The me- like obviously the breathing apparatus made the most sense, but then it's some humey. Yeah. Oh, ah, smart. Humie. You got tricked. Oh, fuck. Such yeah. good music dun, in this. Dun, like dun. I had a piña colada yesterday. It was did you? terrible. Did you get caught in the rain though? Oh, I wish that it would like drown it. Yeah. This guy's fucking rocking his tunes, sucking all the battery out. Where does he plug? Oh, it's batteries. Where's he getting all the batteries? I imagine he's probably, or somebody he knows has probably engineered it to like be able to accept something space. Like, like some kind, like he's got a Cornex battery in there and it's just running forever. Yeah, it could be space batteries, which are like, they last for a millennia. Well, they use your money back. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, they're using different kinds of energy, right? It's like the other side of the galaxy that you buy them from. So likelihood of you coming back to get on that is like, come on, they're only $4.99. How pissed off would you be that if you went to another planet, they also had alkaline batteries, but not the same size as them? Yeah, all AAA. You're like, well, what are the odds that we would have the exact same size as you? But it's not like in the AA and AAA. It's like a <laughs> yeah. weird school. Some crazy like, uh, a tetrahedron yeah. with like a... And, and it just fits into the things perfectly. And you're like, oh, but that's not the shape. It's like, why would you guys do that? And it was like, well, why would you have alkaline batteries? I thought you'd have something that was like... like digital alkaline. Built on so like be, fucking quantum it could physics. Be, it could be any battery. Yeah. Like you put it in there and it's like holographic like the one ring battery. that fits whoever that's it needs exactly. to fit. That's exactly like there's one size fits all underwear I bought. Mm-hmm. Oh. I knew right away what was in that friggin' present. Oh, uh, his uh, the present that his mom gave him that he's never opened. I was like the second like this thing. It's going actually around. a box of tampons. She was not in her right head when getting that <laughs> no. gift for him. He's like, the fuck is this? Yeah, chemo did a number on her. <laughs> Just trust him a little bit there, uh, green babe. She, I guess, I, I don't know if they were like just floating around the idea that she would be a CG character or whatever, but she was very insistent that she wanted to be in makeup and Is on set. What color are her nipples? Um, I would say dark green. That's what I would guess too. It's all, I, it's always darker. Dark green. green. Pink, pink, poontang? Just... pink poontang. I'm not talking lips. Lips are green, obviously. Lips are green. What kind of, maybe purple. Oh. Does that throw you off? You're in space lips, now, man. I was I well, I'm now all I'm thinking of is like a, a package of Boston lettuce. 
Down Boston the lettuce. Well, because it's very Boston. It's very no, but it, Boston lettuce. Next time you're in a Walmart, like in the grocery section, go and look up the Boston lettuce. It's in like a plastic container. And it's very leafy, but it's like a very rigid leaf, kind of like a, okay, like a romaine, but it's right. small and flappy. And this and is a type of yeah, it's lettuce. Right. Yeah, I had to look some up the other day. Really? Not the other day. How is like, there like an entire type of lettuce I've never like heard about before? Oh, there's probably there's probably dozens, dude. Dozens, dozens. Iceberg I, romaine. Now there's Boston, and there's like oh, and there's others. that one that looks like they ripped it right out of the cracks of the sidewalk. Yes, that fucking one. <laughs> tastes like fucking, tastes like dirt. It mm. looks like um, that looked like the leader of like the fucking um, what's the name of the people from uh, Mad Max Fury Road. That looked like a Morton Joe. The one, jo- I don't know what, what did they call jo- them? Yeah. the ra- Ragers or something. I can't I don't remember. Something boys. The, the something the boys. The, boy. the nasty boys. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Smell my armpit. Well, look at her oh. makeup. Probably took a long time. It looks like too, man. Lee Pace is an like he's a cheesy actor's dream. <laughs> like it's not. <laughs> It's not that it's bad acting. It's just such scene chewing. Yeah. I will cure it. And he does the same thing in uh, The Hobbit where there's a thing because they're saying basically saying that uh, the elves need to fight too and stuff like that. And then he like does this thing where he's like, oh, and like you see his face melt away. He's like, you think I haven't dealt with the orcs? And you see that he's actually been fucked up by the orcs. And then he's like, go to and He's like, uh, waste away in prison. He's like a hundred years is a mere blink in the eye. I can wait. And it's so, <laughs> but at the same time, it's really effective. Right. This blew He's my stage mind. Stage actor. I love not, this thing. Yeah, I did not know what that was. Originally, I guess because Yondu has like a mohawk in the thing. Yondu's also not a ravager in the comics. Yondu's like a tribal warrior who's just, who's just, <laughs> oh, a, bless you. Woo. He's just an archer. Oh, God. But, uh, Oh, we're now we're all over the place uh, in this movie. Oh yeah, this one is all over the place. I like it. Yeah. So, Alex, is that the pink girl that you bet and all she was yeah, in uh, Thor? T- the oh, Thor t- hey, there's one of those uh, dark elves. Dark elf. Yeah. It's just so actually, it's actually some guy they took from a comic con. Yeah. It's like, the, I keep telling you, I'm not a jerk elf. It's, it's no, I'm not Sferatu. No, but I'm thinking what the deal is here was that the uh, like they had the dark elf there to tie you to hey you saw this right. last in Thor two. That looks but, boring as fuck. What's he doing in there? Even they even let the guy out to walk around and stretch his legs. Not collecting. He's, like fuck, man. He just has a collection. He doesn't really give a shit that they're exercising. What the? It hell? could be a fat. There's no dark rules elf. here. Like, so like like the, the commissioner. They got to show yeah. up here, man. It's our first Ooh, head of a celestial. Look at this. I forgot about this. Now, is Galactus a celestial in the comic universe? I don't know. This I do. I do not know what Galactus is because the. I was reading a little bit when I was doing the research on this, and it was saying this is the first celestial you see in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And they said that basically these things were giant creatures that were going all over, like for good or evil. Like some of them were good, some, some were bad, some were good. Yeah, they're like a and race of gigantic fucking things that were just kind of like overseeing the universe, which would be kind of awesome if you could see one. If you watched another galactic movie, like even in Miss Mar- uh, Captain Marvel, if you saw one just kind of floating by, like it's like five times And winks at you. Wink. Well, it doesn't even have to do that. Oh, come but just on. Like, but just the idea, because like people would be like, what's that? And you're like, oh, that's... It's a Titan. Just, yeah, he's basically a Titan. Just and so there... Uh, and so wait, so was Buddy one of those? His what? dad? 
Uh, Star Lord's dad? No, oh, he was a celestial. Yeah, that's what he, and that's what this giant thing is. Is it right? But what he was like, he was like the first kind of thing. It was uh, how he sells it, anyways. Right. And so that's like uh, he basically made what form he chose. You know, like he was right. That's right. Planet or... So are these guys tougher than Thanos? Well, if they were around, because he's a titan. Thanos is yeah. oh. Yeah. Thanos is a t- well. He's given himself the moniker of the Mad Titan, whereas those things, I think, yeah, I think one on one, I think a Celestial could beat Thanos. Maybe not with the Infinity Gauntlet, right? But because they they look like they're pretty fucking big. This whole world mm-hmm. is inside this dude's head. Well, no, yeah, it's not just pretty big. His head is the well, size of a planet. Holy fuck! Imagine the rest of his body. At? Imagine his bo- the rest of his body was only six feet tall. So they were just giant bobbleheads. They all looked like fucking Funko right. figurines. Oh, is this one of these little guys that he was singing on? And the oh, look at Groot's like, what yeah, the yeah. fuck well, there's is a lot this? Of, there's a lot of different things. Yeah, it's like what kind of devilry? Yeah, are like what the? Oh uh, yeah, Groot is not into this. No. He's a vegetarian. Yeah, what's happening? Like <laughs> that guy's playing it up. They all look like characters from like they look like those things in uh, Star Wars Episode Two, like you know when they're in that like arena. About right. to be eaten, and they yes. like, we just got to invent three different types of monster. That's what I felt like those things were. It's just them <laughs> just inventing different in types of monster. You know what? Go nuts. Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to do with monster? You kid, just do it. Yeah, you're already fucking working. They fit on so a table. Go for, go for it. Huzzah. Make it like a mouse. Make it like a fucking with all the, the like the sparks flying around. Well, because they're mining the head. For Is all this of supposed to be like also junk. that like sparks are flying between these two characters? Or... <laughs> No, I think you're supposed to think they're in the poison video. Oh. Unskinny. <laughs> Is it was that poison? I don't know. Doesn't I don't know what I'm doesn't matter. I'm so shit at I'm sure that even, I want to say it was Skid Row. Even even at their own that. concerts, like they'll mix it up. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is this isn't our song. This is Skid Row. Yeah. Are we poison? Who are we? <laughs> We're quiet riot. We're, Why are we singing Dr. <laughs> Feelgood? What the fuck is going on here? Ugh. Every rose has its thorn. You're not him. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? I That'd be great. Him. That'd be the best concert anybody's ever seen. I feel seen. like that's what that concert in Welland is going to be. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Did you that hear sounds, about Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. oh, we, we did talk about I that I may be week. performing as Vince Neil. <laughs> they said I'm not fat enough. I like that she just, I, I don't know if it was on purpose, but they just kind of sell her as somebody who doesn't dance, but she's actually a ballerina. Like, she'll be in real life. Always oh, in real life. ballerina. Footloose. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that poor girl. Poor <laughs> Starlet. He's got a lot of splaining yeah. to do, let me tell you. So I guess originally Olivia Wilde was supposed to play Gamora, but she turned, oh. she ended up having to turn it down. Uh, Gina... she still, is she still married to Jason Sudeikis? No, that's... Oh, yeah, that is Olivia Wilde. Yeah. I was thinking Emily Blunt, but Emily Blunt is... Uh, Krasinski. Krasinski. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, get those things off my goddamn head. Yeah. They look. They look disgusting. Those used to be white headphones that are now yellow. So get them. Do you think she likes it? Perfect tune because it's a woman singing. About love. I think there's a man in there too. About love. Is this Captain Tennille? Yeah. Oh, the captain just died. (laughs) What? Yeah. Like just like a few days ago. Maybe why they're in my brain. Shooting this. It might be in my brain. He's moving Mm -hmm. fast. Yeah. Yeah, it's very oh, presumptuous. Girl, you fight. can you can sweep kick me any day, girl. Um, their fight scene from earlier, when they practiced their fight scene originally, they wore uh, like body armor, 
Woo. so they could kick each other right. and each other for real. He didn't wear that body armor underneath his costume for the actual shoot and forgot. Well, didn't forget, but just didn't tell her because he didn't want her to like hold back because right. he wasn't wearing it. So she kicks him square in the ribs, and he said he had a bruise across his ribs for the rest <laughs> oh, of the shit. Oh, Drax versus drunken Drax versus yeah. uh, Gruder. <clears throat> oh, no oh, fuck. Yeah, Drax, come on now. Yeah, he's going to blast Do some murder. Now. There was one person still kind of cheering on. It was just kind of coming down like, they're still cheering on. Like, you can see the fist pump go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These dudes that came together fighting. They're like that, the bad news bears in space, man. That was a, that, like, you know that old actor thing where you hear people go, I don't know what to do with my hands. Stuff. Right. I feel like that's what that extra is going through right now. Every time it goes back, you can see, like, He's doing yeah, so, trying like, to, yeah, yeah. See, look at look at that fist on the oh, right there. Oh, there's one of Rocket's little uh, backstory pieces there. Yeah. So, oh, the poor raccoon. Interesting people were considered to be Rocket, though. Eh? Adam Sandler was considered. That's to uh, be Rocket? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shut up, Groot. Uh, David Tennant, uh, Jim Carrey, H. John Benjamin from Archer. Oh, no way. So, like, yeah, you couldn't a... have him be Groot. No, or... Too deep a voice. Well, it, it doesn't suit. It would be yeah. hilarious, but. <clears throat> I could see, I could see Sandler. Yeah, I could I, actually, yes, I could see Sandler but, doing it too. But I'm of the opinion that they could have saved themselves millions of dollars by just hiring yeah. voiceover people. Well, a, I'm, a cartoon voice actor. Get, yeah, like whoever. But then also... With Groot, you could literally just get like the audio engineer. Well, right. that's been a thing before where yeah. like, audio engineers have done voices because it's all done it's through all, like uh, it's all like nice filtered thrill. for whoever it is too. Well, right? You could be I'm Groot. You could see Cosmo the dog that just passed. He was the dog with the yes. The, there, there he is, right, right there. there. Uh, he is a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. He's very oh. smart. That Very was, smart dog. Yeah, that was one of the, yeah, he's telepathic and yeah. stuff because of his time and space. Um, one of the aliens from Avengers was there too on the other side of him. Is that Rob's now you rocking out in that frosty There's one right there? So, no. I've been looking uh, for him. If he's anything, not, he was probably in the prison scene. No, he's a Ravager. I know that much, but it's all we have. I don't think we would have seen him yet. It's, I'm always looking at the different collector. I'm trying to really look. Though. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do right now. That's too. supposed to be Adam Warlock in that tube thing but then they like changed that in uh in uh, part two. two yeah i wonder if he they introduced him i wonder if he's gonna have something they didn't introduce him for nothing no i think he's supposed to be in, in the original three. infinity war he's the one who comes to help yes yeah and that's when i thought you know oh they're gonna call but then you know miss marvel came in and yeah i think i i'm under the impression that he's gonna be in guardians of the galaxy three and he's probably yeah. going to be like, you think he's a bad guy for the first bit, and then he's a good guy for the last bit type thing. Right. So, that's your pet. Oh, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> he's so good. See, like, to me, this was my big surprise from him, because I always thought he was too serious. Like he was I did in too. He was always in the real acty, like yeah. you know. Like he was in smaller shit before. Like he was. Uh, that was actually <laughs> that was not supposed to happen. That drop. He actually dropped it, but he just kind of stayed in the moment, so they kept it because it was funny. That's awesome. Because yeah, he was just supposed to just raise his arm and it be there, and then they cut to the next thing. But it's way better that he dropped it. Oh fuck, buddy! That reminds me that moment, not the knife part, but when he's just sitting there talking, it reminds me of Demolition Man. He's like, lately I feel like nobody loves me. <laughs> oh, uh, he's a bad man. So this is literally 
We've heard the term Infinity Stone, but this is our first real explanation of the Infinity Stones right. now. So, because they talk about it in Thor 2, saying, yeah, there's like Infinity Stones happened. But now this is the first time where you're starting to get context of what the Infinity Stones are and where they are. So there's the Aether, there's the Tesseract, and then we're getting this one in front of us right now. Um and like Neat. if you look around, you can see other colors and Whoa. stuff. See, I love this idea, like to be able to see, like the. Yeah. Well, can you see like the history of the artifact, or did you just because he's got everything he can? Is yeah. that a tool? He's watching a tool video, <laughs> and the one over there that did look like man. <laughs> yeah. See, I like the, I like the the Good idea of the story. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's like just so you know, this is so powerful that you'd have to be something special to be able to. She does look like, like look Alyssa Milano or something. Yeah. This guy does have a lot of cool shit, eh? Yeah. Well, he's he's one of the... I can't remember what they call him, too. He was, like, on the... Not a celestial, but, like... He's, like, he's one of, like, the elder people of the universe. Like, right. He's been around forever. So, for him to be... So, like, that's why he has unlimited money. He has unlimited everything. He's like, I don't give a shit. You want to... You want to trillion credits i got that unlimited space box yeah pretty much oh fuck. Not here we it. go good call girl you just heard him explain that whole thing and you're gonna see i oh it was my wonder see women don't listen man i know you tell them whatever man they're just grabbing it well it was my wonder i was like did they feel the need that they had to prove the right point? oh even though they just told us all this or Woo! did they just need a really quick out to get them get them away from here I think because. it was probably a little of both. Mm-hmm. Now they're out. Yeah, it was like, I, it was probably a we need You could have grabbed Buddy there. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Be a cool dude. But um, <laughs> yeah. he's letting a lot of people die just to save the raccoon. That's his but the I get it. But like, he's got pretty big arms. That's all I'm saying. If something goes down and we're together, I'm probably only saving you. So, you know, it's not going to be surprising. Thank God, because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of what my fight or flight might do. But, uh... <laughs> Mine's actually fart and fight. <laughs> I never run away. I either fart on you yeah. or I fight. Yeah, or I shit myself and you're so disgusted that you just yeah. walk away. Well, that's a form of fighting. You're tired of punching me and you walk away. <laughs> I love the reactions. That's the one thing. They did a really good job on the CG acting. But the one thing you people, well, I think a lot of people know now, but Sean Gunn was the on-set Rocket Raccoon. Oh, that's right. So he was wearing like the shitty like suit. The, so the most dots. Of, so most of the acting is him, just not the voice. So uh, I, yeah. And I heard that in Infinity War, mm-hmm. <clears throat> James Gunn was the, all of them. Uh, like when there were yeah. scenes of interacting, if like Star Lord was there talking to one of them, it was James Gunn standing there, that and he right. wrote him and Star Lord wrote a lot of stuff that they didn't put into the movie. Like yeah. they just they just said like the 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 what's her name's brothers not the brothers the other yeah, Russo brothers were mm-hmm. just like okay so this is what's supposed to happen in the scene how would the guardians react what would they you know like if this yeah. is what's going on what would they say and then he would be like this is what they would say and they put that in oh that works well I think that's true I think that's necessary though you know what I mean because they knew uh, that they were like this guy thinks like them he wrote them mm-hmm. and if we can bring him here to help well then fucking a right yeah. Well, and he was listed, uh, he's still listed as an executive producer on these movies and stuff like that. So He does look like Marilyn Manson. Ronan could have been played by Manson. Mm-hmm. I'd get away with so we that. we got Manson in here. we got Zombie. Yeah. 
But I love his voice in this. I it makes me wonder though, like I, I how much did they do anything to his voice, or is that just all Lee Pace just like dig it in? Right. I remember I can't remember who he was with, but it was I think it was somebody from this movie, and they were like hanging out in line for like one of like the uh, Comic Con panels. And you know how those are like notoriously long, like sleep in line kind of things. And there's a there's a photo of Lee Pace asleep in the line with like all these other people, them not even knowing that it was him. Nice. Like it's like it's how just would like, you, right? Mm-hmm. Just some dude. Well, because he's one of those Who? guys who's looked different in literally everything he's ever been in. So you don't even recognize so, him. You do. You never seen yeah. him. His actual self. He reminds me. Gosh, actually, he's beautiful. Yeah, he reminds me a lot of. Um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Hiddleston. Tommy. Yeah. Tommy Hiddleston. Yeah, no, but he like he has a very similar like when he's just all broken down, he's got the short hair and he's got that kind of proper British gentleman look. But like if you watched if you see him in Twilight Breaking Down Part Two, he's got long hair and a beard. You have talked about Twilight Breaking Down Part Two a lot here. I've mentioned it twice because he was in it and I'm referring to him in it, so I think oh it perfectly my. works. Wait, out. who is he in these what 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 is he? Twilight, the vampire one. He's in yeah, he's in the last the fuck movie. Is he in that one? He's in the last movie, he's just another vampire. Oh. He's just like one of the other just guys. Just another vampire. Well, the way they tell the story is basically uh, the bad guy vampires are coming to kill the daughter because they think that they've turned a child vampire in the, right. in the story. This is actually one of the cooler things they put in that movie. It tells the story of like when a vampire is like turned as a child because they're basically, it's like a toddler like it's crazy, like tantrums right. and all that. But, but it's, it's a vampire. A, but it's a vampire. So it actually showed a, like a village completely wiped out. It was on fire. Everybody was dead, and then there was just like a three-year-old with like blood coming out of his mouth. Woo. I was like, that was pretty badass, right? So the whole deal was like they're getting people, they're getting vampires together to a tell them that that's not what happened. She actually gave birth to the baby, so it's different. Right. And b if they don't go for it, they need people to fight with them. So that was like the whole, the whole thing with with that, right? And uh, this is the benefit is so of neat. the benefit of working where I work is the idea that like I can I can watch these movies kind of guilt free because I'm being paid to like like see what's and going paid on. To watch movies like Roger mm. Ebert. You got it. Well, not quite so much because I do have to like look at a million other things while I'm doing it, but it's like. It's at still the, at there. The, at the very least, it exists. And just because you're watching 500 TVs, you're still yeah. watching TV. Mm-hmm. You might not be but watching I'm also watching for, through it. But, no, you know. but I'm also watching for closed captioning, and I'm watching for graphics, and I'm watching for a billion other little th- errors and things like that. But yeah, these things will stick on while I'm doing that. So yeah, I get away. I see a lot of things. That's how I saw every episode of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah, right. Whatever. More than once. I mean, you don't even have to lie all the time. No. Just admit you love Gilmore Girls. No, I got I got into it after like you're sitting there, you're watching, and you see somebody else watching it, and you're like, "Well, what are you watching?" They're like, "Oh, Gilmore Girls." Like, Is that any good? He's like, "Yeah, it passes the time," and you put it on, and you're like, "Yeah, it passes certainly the time. does pass and, the time." And then you're there, and you're like, "I can't wait till the new season comes out. Then I can go watch it. I'll watch it while I'm at home." <laughs> yeah, well, that's like what me and Downton man. I fucking uh, hated Downton by the fifth episode. I was like. Oh, fuck, bring it on, man. Yeah. It's like, bring it on. I'll never give it up. That was a good scene, actually. You know, she's got mm-hmm. the same mohawk as Yondu. They go to the same uh, oh. mohawk, uh, metal mohawk in- installer. Are you saying they fuck? Oh, probably. Oh, they're fucking... They rub mohawks. <laughs> they call it rubbing momos. It's like their little baby talk, you know? It's oh, like, I get it's it. It's their moment. You know? You let them have yep. it, man. Let them have pew, it. Pew, pew, pew. 
This uh, pew, 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 pew. Well, it was funny because when we were in Spider-Man today, I was sitting with my son and he was getting chased by uh, Spider-Man was getting chased and everybody's shooting like lasers at him. He's like, Daddy, why are they chasing him with the pew pew guns? Because <laughs> he bad. was amazing. though. He's I don't know. Well, he's just at that, that age now where like everything he says is super cute. Right. And like we we're playing Super Smash Brothers in the way. Uh, you get a new challenger, and that's how you unlock like the other characters and right. stuff. And it says a new foe has appeared. He's like, a foe! Daddy, I must fight the foe! <laughs> but he was just all over the place, man. This is a low point yeah. for this new team. Yeah. I don't know what that was. Because it's like everything in here is like like liquids and like pieces of what was inside the Celestial. So I don't know if it's like... It's like a drain hole, goop yeah. Or, or if it's just some piss. It's like, like yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. It's like an outdoor latrine for some mm-hmm. alien. Oh. It actually heals humans, though. This is sad. Is it? Yeah. It's hilarious. See, here, now, in a second, this is where that, look at that butt shot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, she's still, she's still warm. Cool. They were on it for a long time. <laughs> the, uh, oh, and she got a little booby opening there. Uh, this is questions asked mm-hmm. here. Yeah. How this human mm-hmm. can jump out of his space mobile yeah. and save this poor young green woman. Well, simple answer. We learn about it in the next movie. We certainly do. And that was... and they and Lots of questions when we watch that second one. Let me tell you. Oh, yeah. Well, how, how many after this one is that one? I don't know, like 10. Holy If fuck. you were to watch... What number it? are we on? I don't, I don't know how many oh it is. We're on. This God. is this is the ninth movie. Of, so we're almost halfway. This is about the. This is our halfway point. You said there's like twenty or one or something. Yeah. Uh, it's a well in total eighteen yeah. or some it, shit. I, in total, it'll be like twenty one or something Woo. like that. But it's like eighteen <clears throat> movies for us here because we didn't baby. do. Um, That's the moment they needed. They're like, <laughs> look at what he did for this yeah. woman. He barely knows just because mm-hmm. she has a sweet ass. Did you just keep green tits? But they make it look so gross too. Like you get the hemorrhaging in the eyes and the. You're not dead yet, though. No, it's gross. Hold that breath. It makes me wonder, though, realistic, because I remember like they tried to like science their way out of it in Event Horizon when like the the lock was gonna go, and they're like, blow all the blow all the air out of your lungs, and then he ends up surviving with the door open for a while. It's like, but he's like, but he's bleeding, and he's got all kinds of crazy things going for him. Going for him. No, it like I it like that. Yeah. Things going for yeah, him. Yeah, but it's just like these crazy things oh. that it make it almost makes you wonder. Like it almost makes you want to get somebody who's like on death row, and this be their, <laughs> that be their punishment. You like can't you put him out the airlock for like ten seconds and see how it goes. I and told then, you like, to spit all the air seconds. out of your lungs. Okay, next. Then forget oh him. Oh my god. I'm just I'm oh. curious because there has to be an amount of time you can survive in the vacuum of space. Probably, as long as it's probably like drowning. Yeah. But I don't know because then at the same time I'm it's like, well, probably pulling the air out of your lungs, and there's yeah. got to be a because you can hold your breath. Yeah, but then it makes me wonder <clears> if it's pulling the air out of you in a vacuum style. Is it just pulling it out through you, and then does that mean your lungs explode and then question, you die like instantly? I'm just we get, should send this to uh, Elon Musk. He's into this <laughs> crazy shit. Mm-hmm. let's send us up there let's double the amount of people that they're sending to mars and you can do those tests along the way and then when they get to mars whoever's alive can report <laughs> yeah well looks like i won that five dollars yeah oh uh, yeah you know, they, they, well, they just got pulled into jabba's hut yeah. there that's gross too he just literally like just stabbed him in the heart with his... what the hell he just did there mm-hmm. just cleared his lungs out. like what happened with that hole there yeah 
Yeah, you one one would like, like to know. My lord, it's not even I, dribbling out of it. I like what they did though, like these mining things. They and they point out that they're so like durable and stuff like that. It was kind of cool because then you get the idea. Like it's, watching spaceships smash into each other is never something we've ever been able to really see, right? Because it's like, oh, the wing goes or they explode or whatever. Another thing that doesn't happen in space, but the um, oh, poor Drax. But like to actually get them to be able to ram into each other and stuff without shields and all that. I, I like his character too because you can get a monologue, a little monologue like this, and mm. it works. Yes. See, like this whole it's so because that's the way he is. He's so. This is matter of factly, like mm-hmm. you know, he's there's no beating around the bush. Yeah. So, what is your where does your ranking of Groot's? You got adult, what do you group, mean? adult group, baby Groot, teenage group. Oh, I you know, like I, there's a special place in my heart for the first Groot. Yeah, but technically I liked two all different the Groot's. Groot's. Yeah, no, well, I don't know. I think it's the same way Groot as uh, the stick. I know, but like the way because uh, that's basically how plants work, anyways. So he said, technically, the baby Groot is the son of Groot. Right. And Groot is dead. Oh, well, that is sad to know. So, that is spoiler sad. alert. I liked, I really liked Teenage Groot in Infinity War a lot, too, because <laughs> he had, he was like, whoa, and he helped Thor and. Yeah. But, yeah, like, like they had their moments, but, and then, like, baby Groot was just funny. Yeah. Uh, so I know it's hard. Oh, man. baby Groot was like to sell Funko Pops. Yeah. Uh, but Whatever he fuck those things are called. Yeah, they're buds now. See, look Hell at this. Yeah. Look at this. I love these buds. I love how Matt like he's so good. <laughs> you make me kick or beat up grass. Um, so Vin Diesel, because like we know he's only been in three things. Uh, either triple <laughs> triple X movies, Riddick movies, or fa- or Fast and the Furious yeah. movies covers pretty much everything. He's also been in obviously Saving Private Ryan, Find Me Guilty. Uh, he was the voice in Iron Giant and stuff, which was actually interesting because when he showed up to the soundstage to do his I Am Groot's over and over again. It was the guy, the sound tech, who did his Iron Giant voiceover. Oh, voice no over. way. Ended up being the guy who... That's like that was a sweet job, eh? When it's mm-hmm. behind the scenes ones, you're making some good cash. You don't get fucking bothered. But it, it also makes me kind of happy, Ooh. though, because I think you kind of forget that, like, these people are friendly with the crew. Like, they're not assholes who are like, we only talk to other actors. It's like, they also you know, befriend the stuntman and the crew and stuff like that. So then for him to have the nice surprise of, hey, we worked together. Yeah, like, and he remembered him. It must be difficult, though, because when you work, like, you know, you work at a job and you work with the same people for a long period of time and whatever, right? But in this movie, Ooh. like, in this, like, industry, you work for a few months together at tops, and then you're all gone. And then it's like, oh, I'm going to work with a whole different group of people next time. I'll be very different. Like, sometimes crews get picked up together or the same crew gets hired by the same director if it can all line up. But it's like a lot of the times it doesn't. It's just you go and you look for the next thing. You're like, oh, no, I'm working on this fucking softcore porn. I'm working on a Red Shoe Diary. And I was just doing some, you know, I just. Red Shoe Diary. That's like (laughs) like a big old blaster gun. Hells yeah. See, that scene right there was mm -hmm. how you get girls. Yeah. Okay, so you just told her dad to go fuck himself and then yeah. you're going to come and kill him. And she, her pussy got all wet. You could see her face. She was like, oh my God. You could actually I'll hear, come with you. You could hear a squish. Oh, yeah. So, That's how you get the babes threaten their dads with murder. I'm constantly threatening to murder people, so it's totally fine. <laughs> I love I love that thing. We were going to eat you. He's like, why do you keep making it, sound, making it sound like such a good thing that you didn't eat us? You're not supposed to. 
See, and you could tell like these little slaps and stuff that he gives them, and, like the little thing. You know, Michael Rooker is intense. Oh yeah. So you know he's getting slapped for real, and he's getting all that stuff. Um, Mr. Rooker here is. Um, I'm just trying to find his. Well, you're looking for this thing. I okay, no go. There. Go ahead. I was gonna say he was in Above the Law in like a really small role. Ooh. Mississippi Burning, Henry Portrait of a Serial Serial Killer was kind of his breakout. Right. Uh, JFK, Cliffhanger, Tombstone, Mall Rats. He played himself in Meet Wally Sparks that we just talked about. We talked about fairly recently <laughs> that we went and saw it in the theaters. Look at all that um, movie. The Bone Collector, The Six Day Replicant. He was in Slither, Jumper, Super, uh, Walking Dead. Obviously, it was a huge thing for him. Uh, oh, he was a good character on there. Yeah. So like. Like, and he was in the Balco experiment. So, I mean, like, he's in looking at it all at once. It's so much more than I remembered him being in. Right. He's you know in lots mean? of shit. Mm-hmm. As you just yes, proved as I, right as I just there. listed. He's got way more than that. For sure. So, what were you saying? Sorry. I was going to say, like, so that was a, a sign right there in the last scene uh-huh. of how powerful the Kree are. Because mm-hmm. Ronin is a Kree, and he yeah. just grabbed that Infinity Stone straight up barehanded yeah, and, and then slapped it into his thing. Which he shouldn't have been able to survive. Well, apparently the yeah. Kree can hold an Infinity Stone. Yes, at they're least that quite one. powerful. Yes. Yeah, Maybe as a whole, he's been powerful. imbued with powers because of Thanos. Maybe he's yeah. a little bit stronger. Yeah, it could be, or it just could be that of the Kree, he is just like, he is their better, you know? I'm trying to, I keep trying to look because this supposedly this is around where you should be finding a Rob Zombie. Oh, God. Because he was, he's credited as a Ravager um, navigator. Okay. Okay. So, okay, navigator. Well, he's right here on the controls then somewhere. Well, exactly. But they're not driving right now. Is he so. that bald black guy? Yes. He's definitely that oh. guy. Is he Yondu? Yeah. <laughs> What, what don't I know the about this? Here. Is that him? Well, and then I'm sitting there. I'm like, do you think they made him up? I'm like, his hair would still be his hair. You yeah. Know, hiding that shit. I love his little weapon. Uh, <laughs> Let me talk to him. Oh, uh, come on. The camera's really moving here. Is, is that him? Is that Rob Zombie? Right behind that guy? Oh, uh, I saw. I just saw, I saw the hair. big hair. But I saw. The, I thought I saw that guy earlier, and I think he didn't look like him because he wasn't wearing a beard and all that shit. But like, <laughs> this is such a good scene. Oh, this is a good scene. <laughs> and a lot of improv in this one too. And again, the improv. I did improv with a guy that's not there. This is precisely what I'm getting at because one of the improvs was Sean Gunn's improv because he's delivering the lines on set too, right? And so he stands up. And then he does that here. We're all standing up. Just a bunch of assholes. Oh, yeah. Up. Like, that was just Sean Gunn doing that. And then Bradley Cooper comes in and does the lines later right. on. He's another guy. That's who, probably smart. Yeah. He's another guy who's crazy. Um, like, his career just went, like, nuts. Like, he started, like, he was doing, like, uh, he did a Wet Hot American Summer was one of his, like, Oh, my God. movie's thing. so wicked. It's so good. And <laughs> then you, You've seen it. Oh, yeah. Of course I have. <laughs> And he was still in school when he did Wet Hot American Summer, and he, and I think it was I think it was Wet Hot American Summer. He had to miss his graduation from the Actors Studio for. Mm. You can actually see him too if you watch old Actors Studio, inside the Actors Studio TV shows. You see him in the audience. He asks a question to Robert De Niro. I think. No shit. Yeah, and um, and God, still just a good looking little son of a bitch. But um. <laughs> 
But yeah, he did that. He was in Wedding Crashers. It may have also been that that he missed his graduation for. I can't remember. Right. So he's in Failure to Launch. Yes, man. He was basically the friend in all of these like and everything. movies. Or in Wedding Crashers, the bad guys. Then he's just not in the, that into you. Nip Tuck, the Hangover. Then the Hangover's like a big breakout for him. He gets the 18 Silver Lines Playbook, mm-hmm. American Hustle, American Sniper, Limitless. Uh, he was a voice in 10 Cloverfield Lane, uncredited. I didn't know that. I don't know what for. And then obviously he's directed and starred in A Star Is Born, which is probably going to win all kinds of awards. Uh oh, not if you're Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that kind Upset. of blew my that kind of blew my mind. The movie kicks was, ass. I love. It. I thought it was great. Well, I'm glad. But... I'm super glad. I just don't like that Lady Gaga's being so elegant right now. She's like dressed. You like more of the like... meat dress nudity crazy? Yeah. Uh, Oh, my belt is like stabbing me in the groin all. Uh, yeah, I want an artist, not a ah. chanteuse. Know what I mean? No, I, I want the opposite of whatever you just said there. <laughs> want a chanteur? <laughs> chanteur? A, a male singer? Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You get it. I'll be my concubine. I don't know what it is, and, may, and I don't feel the, the same about like the more recent movies. She looks old in that makeup. Who? The only girl in makeup. Rockets. Yes. That's the one. <laughs> There's only one girl on this team. Yeah. There's not even a black person. That's well, racist. So, well, it depends on how you want to. There's break a it green down. woman. There's a green woman who's played by well, a black Drax woman. Is sort of red and gray. Yeah. Yeah. I think color goes out the window when one of your people is a tree. Is that does that count as uh, you only affirmative have one, action when you have a you know, tree? Well, you, there's only one white person. Let's go that route. route. Let's be the Fox News. Hey, <laughs> you could say that the whites yeah. are the minorities. Yeah, uh, exactly. Good point. I hate <laughs> whenever I hear somebody say that, and you, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll get some asshole on Facebook. He's like, "Hey, what about like white di- white entertainment television?" Yeah, it's called every fucking. According, channel. yeah, according to Guardians of the Galaxy, in the future and in space, there are no white men. What kind of a space world is this? Yeah. It's not Earth dipshit. Like, that's... Oh, come back to us, Alex Jones. Oh. Tell me the truth about life. Yeah, sell me your survival <laughs> kit before... <laughs> Fuck, oh. man, I would love to meet Groot in real life. Oh, yeah. So cool. I think right now they've got, like, at Disneyland and that, now that they've got the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, there's a Groot that's walking around like a proper Oh, my Groot. God. Wait, do you have to go and stand in fucking line? And go meet I, him? Probably. walking around? They're, they're definitely never walking around. Fucking lying pieces of shit. The fucking, I just saw some brand new tear-jerking yeah. commercial with this duck. Yeah. There's like a little baby CG duck, and he loves this old uh, Donald Duck. Yeah. Is it Donald Duck? Well, there is Donald Duck. No, yeah. no, but is he, is he the Disney one? Yes. Okay, so Donald Duck is in this comic, and the duck, uh, they have to leave because of this, this whatever. And his comic gets wrecked, and they end up at Disneyland, and he looks up, and there's Donald Duck just walking around the park that he meets. (laughs) One, they don't have fucking animals, and they kicked all the gators out. You think they're going to let some fucking little bird in? Well, you really don't have a choice. They fly. Oh, I'm sure there's, like, probably an electronics air fence, (laughs) like, you know, like a bubble, like, in Wakanda that zaps anything unofficial. That that bird doesn't ever take it, zap. Yeah, but the the realism, though... Is if they were just walking around the park, like the ones that you really want to take a picture with, you would never, ever get to meet them because they would be surrounded constantly. The second they came into view, they'd be surrounded. You'd never, it would be like a, a free for all trying to get up to them. It would not be worth your while. A line you know is they have reason- a laser turret gun, man. Come oh. on. 
Well, it's just totally like it would be completely impossible. It would just be, hey, take my picture, and there's people coming from all sides. Like, no, oh, I was your first. It would be bad. And it bad. is the state, so people would be like fist fighting and oh. killing over. Like, well, no, but I every, promised my daughter she could read. No, but it would be beyond just that because it would be literally every single. <laughs> it would be literally every single person because we've all spent thousands of dollars to go there, and I'm not going to wait That's for insanity. I'm not going to wait for what did you say it was again. To, What's that? What did you pay? I don't know. I paid like three grand. That was... And how long did you get? A week. And you stayed at the hotel? And we stayed at the hotel. Worth of every penny. Oh, absolutely. Dude, and I you need remember, you like, oh, like to... Over a third of that was the flight. I need... Oh, okay. Well, that's not a bad way to put it then, right? Yeah. If it's the, the plane. I need you to come over mm-hmm. and give a presentation <laughs> to my old lady. Yeah. Because like I told you, that's... That's where I want to go. Oh, here it mm-hmm. is. Here's the we get an enormous cast commentary, yeah. the fucking movie. Yeah, we need one of these. So this oh the, my this was fuck. one of those scenarios where they actually played the uh, they played the song on set, so they like <laughs> had yawning. something to. I know. I like that because it's like it just makes them not heroic. I like that he has he has all those little knickknacks on his thing. I currently have a stormtrooper on mine. I'll take a picture of that and we'll uh, post he, that for the. Uh, you know, you, he reminds me of. I don't know if you've seen Stardust. No. Robert De Niro plays this space pirate who the, everyone fears. Oh, yes. And I, I know what actually, it is. I've yeah, not yeah, seen yeah. it, but I know but what it's, it is. But it's, he, Yondu reminds me of that character. Yeah. Where it's all like an act. Like, nice. he's, no, he is a badass, but you know, he's got a heart. He's not a fucking, look at all the mm-hmm. eye makeup on her left. Well, or is that her right or is that, no? I don't know. And we've got Glenn Close in this one. Yeah. yeah, we didn't get to talk. She just won a Golden Globe for Best Actress. In what? Uh, the Wife. Uh, it's her. There's like so much shit out there now, man. I don't even fucking know what the shit is. Oh, I know. Well, I was, I was seeing that and I was like the favorite and all these different. I'm like, what the fuck are these the things? Hell is this shit? Who has time for this? Not me. Well, the problem is a lot of them haven't even come out yet. Like they've been like they've been released into the, um, released into the wild. No, into like the, uh, the what's it called? The festivals and stuff. So it's like if you weren't at the festivals, you haven't seen any of these movies because they're not even going to be released until after the Oscars. Yeah, that's what's weird. How can so, they be a for and an some of them, And some of them don't. Well, because they got released. It's like they have to play in theaters for so long. But if they're playing at, at festivals, that counts. Right. Because it's playing in theaters. And that's like Netflix. If the mm-hmm. Netflix movie plays on the theater for seven days or something, yeah. it can be then up for. I think it's like got to be seven of, uh, showings. Like it doesn't even have to oh, be. Oh, okay, okay. I just remember hearing seven. Yeah. Because I know some people have been in for a weekend Ooh. just so they could cover all the showings. That's Ooh. a real. I really like the design of that ship that they did, like the uh, uh, Ronin ship. It's got such this, a cool. Are we like, at the last fight thing? Yeah, we're getting. Holy we're, shit! Yeah, this one's gone really fast. What the fuck? I'm still not even through all my fucking cast. Well, give her, come on, give her. No, I can't just spit it. Like it's so out of context. Go, uh, micro machines. Just get all those facts, people. They were riveting. They were so good. Come on, rocket. <laughs> oh, I like this fight scene. They're all split up. Yeah. Yeah, well, everybody's different parts see, of the plan But like, look here. at the way the ship is like rotating and doing all these different things. It's so cool. Like you see, like the they they've been really good with their ships. Actually, the ones they do in Infinity War, like they're very original designs, and like the way they're flying it too is like that's so cool. I like. uh it's got orb-based uh, propulsion system. Mm-hmm. I like that. I learned the orb there yeah. at uh, yeah my flight school. Nice. 
They were, like, they were like joystick orb, your mind or your genitals. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, you decide, honey. Yeah, exactly. Woo! Yeah. Well, I knew if it was going to be my genitals, it would basically go fa- forward <laughs> really fast for a couple seconds, then stop. So <laughs> it stopped then and then stopped shot all its fuel week. out of the front. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I hope they're going to have something like this. I would love, you know, there's too many yeah. people though. I would yeah. love a, I'm flying in a space battle. How like cool. at the new, like, I don't know. There's uh, a millennium Falcon ride. There's Maybe a millenn- you're driving that fucker. You are. It's like, it's the ride is the way it looks like you feel like you're getting into the cockpit, but there actually, there's like six cockpits. Yeah. yeah it's it's and, like, uh, what's it called? The, which I ruined yeah. it. Which like the, back, back, back to, to the, the future. future. Yeah. I just like leaned oh. forward and I was like, oh, oh I can see everybody. Wrecks everything yeah. the second you do that. But the um, I like this too. Like the the design ideas for these things are all really cool. But the um, yeah, we had the we had the same like I had the exact same thing. But yeah, it looks like it's gonna be six people in one pod. So it's like you've got the two people who are sitting up front, and then you've got like you're sitting behind, kind of dealing with right. whatever. And then yeah, you're flying around and doing whatever. There's also another attract. I don't know what it- if it's more ride or attraction or whatever, but there's <laughs> one where you're on a, um, you're on like one of like the- I think it's a first order like a uh, starship. Right. And then like you're under attack and like you see everybody like fly up like at the window, like come out of light speed and start like firing on you and shit like that. So I, I don't know the whole story behind that one. Um, so many <laughs> new rides though. Disneyland, they turned um, the uh, Tower of Terror into a Guardians of the Galaxy That's right. ride. Uh, they're not doing that at Disney World. Apparently, it's going to remain the Tower of Terror. Good. Uh, but the Epcot is going to have a Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster. Oh, sweet. They don't have so, enough coasters at they Disney. Don't. A few coasters are going in now because they just put the Toy Story one in, which isn't like an extreme coaster, but it's a coaster. Um, and then uh, what else do they have? I really I, like actually the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train again. It's just like a mountain coaster, very similar to like Thunder Run, right, or something. But the, you're it's in just the atmosphere. You're in barrels, and the barrels like lean to the left and right as you're going around oh, it. So it's actually really cool. Um, what else? I'm they had interested a to see that ho- that hotel thing. Yeah, where your Still whole not trip is the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, I did read it's going to be uh, hidden from. Like, you will not be able to see it from anywhere in the parks. What? It's underground. It's not underground, but it's actually going to be, like, hidden in the tree lines. The whole hotel is only, like, two stories tall. And then everything, like, literally, there's no windows or anything. Yeah, everything's like, uh... You, You don't even park near the hotel. You park somewhere. You park way far away, and then you take a shuttle in. And then when you go in, it's... Blindfold you. Yeah, pretty much. No, you go in, and it's essentially a, um... It's like you're in you're in a spaceport. So it's like you're beginning your trip to space at the ground floor, and then you go through a thing, and then it's like you're in a shuttle that takes you up to space. That's to crazy the hotel. as fuck. So it's like literally the whole thing. And like at that point, you get your own you get your own costumes, you get everything. That's like you wake up and your wife's like, "Oh, let's go do." You're like, "Lady, I run a starship." Yeah. The fuck? Then, like, who's got time for breakfast? Could you imagine if they set if they separated mm. you like that though? Yeah. It's like okay, kids, you guys have to go. And like you're going to Jedi training, you're doing it's like this. Scientology. I'm a I'm a bounty hunter, and then you have yeah. to, and then like you work at the cantina. So and you then you find out that your your wife was like that lady that dances naked at like the cantina. Oh, she's a and twi- is like running tricks at the back for some tentacle monsters. Nice. Like oh god. I feel oh. I feel like somebody from the uh, south 
comes in is like, you're going to be a rancor. We don't have anything that's going to fit you. Your job of the hut. Congratulations. But how? I just wonder. I wonder about how. <laughs> so nobody saw me like jam my tongue out, but it was fine. I just, I wonder, like, is there going to be problems in the beginning? Like, are you going to be in lightsaber battles and stuff? Like, or shootouts or like, what the hell? I think moreover, you'll experience those things. And there's probably ways in which to interact. But like, there'll probably be people getting in some gunfights of some sort. I'm sure that what would be cool. Oh, what would be cool (laughs) is if like, you know, your wife, if you come with your lady. Yeah then your lady would be like the opposite spy that you have, you fall in love with. You know? oh. So when you go home at night, it's like forbidden. So, Ooh, you're with what's this? This is not cool. This is, you should be banging her. That basically sells it as like what they wanted recall to be in total right. recall. Yes. Like you create a memory for right. yourself of something that's not really you. This scene is badass. Yes. Well, let's is. talk about this movie for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> they still love yeah. it. We're selling Disney. I know. I know. They would appreciate it. What if he can't whistle? Is there any other way to run this fucking thing? I don't know. I'm not a good whistler. I actually whistle. I'm a fucking man. I whistle better uh, sucking in than blowing out. I know. That's where you used to always do the before, and it was fucking weird. That is fucking weird. You're you're essentially doing the same thing. I know. Only bat. It's harder what you're doing. I know. It's just so sometimes, I don't know, your brain works wrong sometimes, (laughs) and that's what's happening to me. You're like a dyslexic whistler. You're right. You're right. But um, I love Joe, the dyslexic whisperer. I know whisperer. Whatever, I like, close enough. I like that they changed him from being Ooh. an archer to a. Ooh. That's so gross. Well, because they already have an archer. Yeah. Oh, so that's not because like he doesn't have a sentient arrow in the comics. He just has a bow. Ooh. Oh, it's so good. Now that's a woman that can take a punch. <laughs> exactly. Now that right there. Yeah. You. You're what we were looking for in the '70s, My lady. Lord. Oh. See, and you learn so much about these. Like, these two have such an arc over the course of their movies. I want to punch Nebula while we make love. Hashtag me too. Hashtag me also. <laughs> yes. But, who um, doesn't? Is also, I would like that. Um, oh, these poor suckers. Batista. Well, I, James Gunn gave Batista. Apparently, he collects like lunch, like vintage lunch, lunch boxes. Batista so he gave, does? Yeah, so he gave him a Drax lunchbox. As, oh, no a, as a gift and Bautista gave um Chris Pratt and Zoe Saldana customized WWE championship belts no way yeah so he probably why like, are they wrestling them. fans I, I don't know it was probably just like something he could you know like, right. this is a piece of me right because he had like th- he'd only he was only just leaving the WWE at this point like he he left just into like right he was gone for a little while to, oh my god, I would die if he gave me oh, a custom WWE. Belt. Oh man, and, oh. and you know it's a real one. Like he he had it made oh. by the people who make them. So, Jaimin Hunsu's finally back. He's I'm looking forward to seeing him and hoping he has more of a role in, Cap, in Captain Marvel. Me too. Well, brilliant actor. I mean, he's a guy. He actually started out his first ever role was as like the boyfriend in Tina Turner's video, like one of Tina Turner's video in like oh, in no way. Then he she was in he was in En Vogue's Woo! Hold On video. And um then obviously Is he Cree? I don't I think he's so. pretty fucking tough. Like I, he's beating up Drax right now. I think so, but I don't exactly know. It's like asteroids. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's very much like asteroids actually. Um I'll bet you James Gunn yeah. loves asteroids. Oh, I'm sure he does. Who doesn't love asteroids? 
Yeah, my dad's got asteroids. <laughs> Sometimes they're so bad he can't even sit down. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so Jaime Hunsu, yeah, he was a, you know, obviously Amistad. He was an ER, Gladiator, uh, Tomb Raider, Cradle of Life, Beauty Shop, Constantine. Ooh, Beauty uh, Shop. Blood Diamond. Which to me was still just kind of almost. Oh, I've seen and, Beauty Shop. It's actually yeah. pretty good. He I played uh, Qu- Big Teeth's uh, love interest. Of course he. That's like Queen Latifah's entire movie thing is just finding a like a, a big black dude she wants to fuck and then like try it and then do a movie. Yeah, why not? I get That's it. That's what all the dudes in, do. It's fucking deaf. In that movie, well, I want to say it was Last Holiday. It was called or something. Oh, oh that's so gross. That it was, I think it was Last Holiday where she thinks she's dying. Her big black dude in that one was Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> Gerard Depardieu. I don't know why they took it, got him in that. Um, but <laughs> why then, didn't they? But interesting enough, though, Jamin Hunsu, he's the voice of Black Panther in the animated series. Oh, and well, he's he, getting work then. Mm-hmm, and he's in. He's playing uh, Shazam, or no, he's not playing Shazam. He's in Shazam, so he's on the DC side now. This man's uh, getting work. And he's playing Bosley in the upcoming Charlie's Angels remake that they're doing. Oh, that's right. With. Uh... Kristen Stewart and two other people whose names are Kristen Stewart. She's playing. Don't ask me why. What the fuck? Like, you, I don't have. Who the hell were the other two? I don't know. They're both people, though. I like they were people and who I was recognized. Bosley? Bosley, like, I. Um, was Bill Murray? Bill Murray was Bosley and Charlie's Angels. That, like, I that read one. the whole cast. I can't remember now. Yeah, I do yeah. remember Kristen Stewart. There was a while. woman sells a career. Boom. Oh, they're all dead. Yeah. Put your life on the line for the Guardians and they killed you. Mm. There you go. Actually, I appreciated Kristen Stewart more once she hosted Saturday Night Live because she swore, because uh, she, what was it? She was swearing at, uh, she swore during like the monologue. Uh She's like, I'm so fucking excited. And then everybody was like, oh, and she's like, well, I'm never coming back here. (laughs) But they were pretty appreciative. Like she, you know. Hey man, it was an yeah. honest moment. It, well, yeah, it's like these things do happen. It's the people who aren't shitty about it after the fact, right? Like she was apologetic before she had to be. But he should have been like, uh, I'm oh. about to die and be crushed horribly. You did not prove me wrong. Thank you. Pe-. Yes. Thanks for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> we could have just let him land. Oh, fuck. Here he comes. But like it was interesting stakes because we've seen this stone literally just destroy a planet by the person arriving yes. on the planet. So like this thing cannot Did that land. big dude that they showed in the video package for the stone? Yeah. Did he really need the stone? I mean, that guy was like yeah. half the size of a country for God's sake. Well, sakes. I feel like if anything else, it's just a time saver, right? Like Thanos, right. Thanos was going around from planet to planet destroying the, destroying all their worlds and killing 50% one by of the people. One. But it takes a lot of Woo! time. Oh, that looks like, oh, that looks so awful. No, she's fine. No, she's I know she's, going. but still like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. She feels... It'd be amazing again, like to have like an open world like Marvel Universe game where you could be any character and run around. You'd be her, you get like like just smashed to bits, and then like you just slowly like come back together. <laughs> it's like T one thousand. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so out of okay, she's gonna go she goes good, let's say. Yes. Or even not. Yeah. Which member of the MCU universe yeah. would be best suited to date Nebula? Ooh. Um yeah, who's going to understand her the best? I think because the Hulk could just smash on her and then she'd be all right. That'd be all right. Well, I think But that... who would it be? I don't know. I think she might be a lesbian. It's really interesting. I actually, something I read today was uh, in the MCU, um, Star-Lord's biggest uh, love interest is Kitty Pride. No way. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. That's a really good question. You need somebody who's kind of been through it. So like I Bruce Banner would make sense. That's what I'm saying. I because, think Bruce Banner. Because it's somebody who has I think she done, would diddle but, around with Black uh, Widow every now and then though. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of somebody else who's been like otherwise like enslaved or experimented. What about Doctor Strange? Or, not so much. I, I think much. he's too intellectual for her, I think. I, no, but I, I'm just thinking. I, think you, too, I don't mean just because she's a woman. I'm just yeah. saying he's too intellectual. It would no. be like, ugh, it's no. this guy. I like. know. My, no, my, my thoughts, though, is like you need the two people to truly understand the other person's side. Like they both have to have that kind of vulnerability that I Woo! don't think that he has. You just killed your own team there, bud. Well, you got to do what you got to do. It's uh, you're you're at the point where literally if this thing lands on the ground, the whole everybody's world could be dead. Yeah, destroyed. I'm gonna I'm gonna trade some lives if you're asking. Sometimes you gotta oh. break a couple of eggs if you want to make a big fucking omelet. Oh, it's so such a cool ship. I I think that's one of my favorite ships. Out of There's all some, the, uh, especially in the in the MCU, I would I would say it's my favorite ship. And I mean, like Thanos's ship later is really cool, and uh, it's like those ones that they come down to. Yeah, you know, I I read that they're talking. There were, I can't remember what director it is, but he's always wanted to do Silver Surfer and they're still in talks. Mm -hmm. I would like another shot. I think now that Galactic is out there, I think Silver Surfer is. We could get the Galactus, we could get Silver Mm. Surfer. Oh, here it is. Here's this. I don't think that uh, Lawrence Fishburne was a bad choice, though, for the voice of Silver Surfer. I don't think so either. No, I I think that's a good call. I think because like that was one of those Silver Surfer's hella cool. Yeah, and there there's like an authority that needs to come with him with his voice. Like he's yes. somebody who's like, yeah, yeah, I I know everything, and I'm not going to even use inflection to try and convince you. Yeah. You're just going to have to trust me. I'm silver. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite little tidbits that I read was James Gunn. I guess as a way to give out rewards to people in both cast and crew, if they had a particularly good day, he had tiny uh, containers of Play-Doh that he brought on set with him. So, like, if you were a good lighting guy, like, man, your shit was like you were on point today. Boom, here's some Play-Doh, <laughs> and like that was, but like <laughs> that's that, cool. Like that positive was positive reinforcement. Yeah. Well, and it was also like his version of getting the game ball. Like, right. you know, like, you know, they get like three or four game right. balls at the end of the game. Yeah. Like, hey, you kick the winning field goal. You get a game ball. So that was how he did it. He gave out over the course of the thing. He gave out 40 packs. Really? Yeah. And uh. So, but like, I'm, I'm talking like the little dollar store size, like teeny tiny ones. Right. At least I know, I know what you mean, the little, little tiny ones. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, all you can do is make a little snake yeah. with it. There's not enough play. Yeah. He, he basically just said, I know, I, I love the relationship they have in this too. Like, there's no reason on earth you should need look, to buy it. Look, he's like, spewing human words here. Like we are Groot. Oh, it's so peaceful in there too as the whole world's going to yeah. shit. Eh? You can tell he was thinking about Paul when that was going down too. Yeah. I do, I do kind I do understand what he says. I know what he means. He's like, like, Cause you still got to get into the mm-hmm. idea of the headspace of the character and this yeah. and that. And yeah. Well, but I, and I think maybe this is the difference between hiring an actor. I know he's not a great actor, but like hiring an actor to do this as opposed to like, just get the sound guy. Right. To do it is that he's actually thinking from an emotional like a standpoint, character perspective. Yeah. Whereas the other one would have just been, he would have just said once, "I am Groot," and then like to Fuck do yeah. inflection, yeah. he would just, "I am Groot, I am Groot, I am Groot," and just like in whatever order. He I'm needs sure it if to he's be, a sound right? guy, would have done a great job. I'm sure it would have been fine, but like, you get Dennis it. This is pretty fucking tough. 
Uh, the tape survived. Yeah, I just got fucking smoked by a like a giant fucking thing there. Well, they're all t- they're all tough. They were inside oh, a tree though. Groot didn't last very long in the old franchise, did he? Mm, no, he'll be fine. Except oh. he won't be. He's dead. But I like that they just like he could have just like to give everybody that little nugget. He could have been. Yeah, don't worry, Groot's fine. He's growing again, and it's still Groot. And he's like, no, Groot's dead. That's not Groot. <laughs> it is Groot, in my it's opinion. Just another... I don't care whether you say it's yeah. son of Groot. It's not. It came from a stick. It is. It's him. It might be I a like... little different because he's been. It's like he's being reincarnated. Mm-hmm. He might not remember his past life, but yeah. it's still him. I truly didn't know that he was going to come out. I don't know why I didn't think that he would make another appearance but like to oh, me because like yeah, the way they were selling it was right such that he could have um like yeah it could have been the end and they could have been like wow we made it and the end you know <laughs> like i wonder if the third one they go because you know they're gonna have to get into rockets like biz what are they gonna do okay this, this is what's gonna happen they're gonna have to do like mixtape three so he's gonna be like oh look look i found another gift weirdly underneath well, the seat here volume mixtape three and there's like backstreet boys and songs from when she was after she yeah. was dead well he's listening to the zoom now which uh, oh that's so. right i keep forgetting that he's got the oh here we go that's a pretty cool outfit yeah. he's got on there so he yeah, stole it cool. he yeah, stole he did it steal that couldn't have got one himself. He probably could have no. went to the damn Value Village and got the Star Lord costume yeah. and slapped it on. No, I think I think it was much better. I think that realistically, like, had he gone to them and said, "This is why I want it," they would have probably just given it to him. How the like, hell would they keep it anyways? That was the difference. Uh, so well, they like it, put, put it well, when you know you're Hollywood. Make, no, when you know you're making <laughs> it's just more, like, no, no, no. Yeah, when you yeah, take that back. No, but you know when you're making more movies, like they're going to reuse at least the good. Like like this ripped one and stuff goes into the goes into the garbage, but the like the ones that are in like good order, like without he's just walking around right. with the nails clean and stuff. You know they'll reuse those. Oh shit, Peter Quill, don't grab that. Yeah. You saw what happened before. Hey, you gotta gotta risk it. I love like the super slow mo here. She's fast. Oh. And then somebody's like, "Why are they all doing this?" One, but like the whole crowd is like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah. And you can see they're, they're all, actually yeah, they're just going slow. Oh, oh fuck! Here I it like is. Those. They made this like kind of gruesome, though. Is this my I rage? Like... This is my rage. Yeah, this is it. Oh, sorry, Jesse. I meant rage dump. This is what it looks like when I take a rage dump. My skin rips off. There's fucking spirits flying around. There's some guy here with makeup on, laughing. He's gonna come. <laughs> but like, yeah, this is, that's what happens to me if I have those. Like every now and again, my body decides to be lactose intolerant, and like I'll be in the, I'll be in bed. I'll be in bed and then I'll wake up and I'll like have these bad stomach pains and I have to go oh, to the bathroom. Right but then I'll be like killer constipated and I'm like, oh, and I, like, I can't get yesterday. anything out. I can't get anything out. And then I and then I go back to bed and then it gets like the pain gets even worse and then I go like a friggin' maniac right afterwards. <laughs> and then like it's have a slurpee, man. Those always clean me out. <laughs> you know what it does? Because it freezes your bowels and then when they warm, everything falls. Yeah, it falls right at it, you. It, it, it all it all contracts. And so and so expands. here's another question: How could Peter Quill even yeah. even with these guys help hold on to this? Yeah. Well, how? Very simple answers. Ah! All all of these things are answered in the movie. Whoa. Um, well, and it was kind of cool. This bit too, like, because she's the daughter of Thanos, like, uh, again, imbued with like levels of power and she's been enhanced and things like that. And there's no and then to Drax, draw on to. And then Drax is like just a super powerful whatever. And then he's like a friggin' experiment. So Who's Drax like, again? Like, what's his race? 
What are know. they? I don't know. I can't remember. And are they all a bunch of big toughies or just yeah. like him? I picture that his wife that he keeps talking about looked identical to mm-hmm. him. I think it would be hilarious if they showed like origin stories, like just little flashbacks. And you went back and his wife looked identical to him. And then he's like, here's our daughter, Camaria. <laughs> and then it's him again. It's just everybody looks <laughs> identical. Know, like, uh, give me two fingers, uh, two, give me two fingers of milk, mom. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's just, <laughs> no dice. Hello, father. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for my gift. Oh, he just flamed him out there. Oh yeah. I can't do that. The flame looked like when, uh, what's his name from demon Knight opened a zipper and a big flame. came oh, out. Wow. That was good. Looks like his face has been bit. Maybe it was. Yeah. I, ne- I never found, uh, I wonder what, like, Ooh, there's, zombie, they're never zombie. complaining about bugs. Don't leave any bugs out here on these planets. <laughs> well, I'm there's sure. There's no I'll... fucking big old mosquitoes. Out. There's no space skeeters. Well, no fucking. Well, they are in the middle of a city. And so I would say probably as many skeeters in the middle of their city as the <laughs> middle of ours. Like, maybe go out to the woods. Maybe and you don't have the right type of environment to have the skeets. Yeah, maybe not. Or maybe they just have giant bugs that, like, only exist out in the and wastes. And they have their own city they live in. They pay bills just like everybody else, and they're <laughs> sick and tired of people. Or maybe these are the insects. Whoa. See? Maybe a, we're the insects. There is a shit ton to consider. Oh, man. I don't feel good about myself. <laughs> I think I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I was going to do that anyways. Yeah, I'm always throwing How old is Drax in real life? It, I don't know. He's we'll almost see. 50. He's almost 50. Well, he's almost 50, but I would put Drax probably at, like, I always assume every alien is in the hundreds. Right. So it's like, yeah, he's like 400 years old, and that's young for them. Like, they live to, like, you know, like 13,000 or something like that. Oh, here you go. See, here's a little piece of the... Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, they changed <laughs> so a lot about that, what do you think, too? like, in the scene tier two, when he opens up the orb and he gives that, he's like, he knew. He knew yeah. Quill was going to fuck him over. Like, oh, he sure. loves him. Oh, absolutely. And you get so much of that, like... If you saw this one after you saw the second one, I think that you look at them completely differently. Oh, of course. Which obviously we're doing here. Because it would be going backwards. And you're like, what's happening here? Mm-hmm. Are they caught in this time going backwards? Like, what is happening here? Let's, yeah, we should do a memento cut of these. The memento cut. Yeah, yeah. Like, have He's... a mentos. We should do the mentos, oh, the mentos cut. cut. Fuck that. <laughs> Spray ourselves in the eyes with some <laughs> diet soda. Yeah, and then Shut he's up. crying over a stick. I get it, though. Was he David Suzuki? Well, I was oh, camping. I was camping, and then we got all rained out all the time. And then I was like, I was going to light this stick on fire. And I cried. <laughs> now I can't write on fire. Yeah. I'll tell you, though, Batista, I don't know if he's had a lot of work done on his face or something, but he looks so fucking weird just himself now yeah like he's like I he's remember, like he's like i'm gonna allow this yeah i remember seeing my wife loves when i do that to her so like, she, she loves <laughs> being she, patted she on loves it when you touch her fuzzy raccoon yes oh yeah no, she shaved her raccoon oh yeah at my request all right and what you're a monster <laughs> what are you fucking like slave driver monster uh, man i i make r kelly look like a fucking boy scout <laughs> oh wait no boy scouts probably aren't the best example yes. for this <laughs> oh that girl on the far left how hot is that girl i know i saw her before oh my god she looks like like an even sexier sluttier topanga yeah she's like uh, uh where is she i saw her before she, she right was like hey she had a clipboard uh, Okay, a dude in a suit. Those Nova Corp suits are pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I guess Nova was one of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, he is, yes. Nova Corp he's guy. super powerful as well. Yeah. 
So like, that, ridiculously. So that makes me wonder, is one of those guys Nova? John they C. Riley, another guy, another guy with a crazy career. Because you know him more now from his more dramatic stuff. Well, he's just doing nominated better for, now. Just no, nominated for a Golden Globe for Stan and Ollie. Oh, that um, was for... Uh... Sherlock Holmes and Watson. Sherlock Holmes and Watson, yeah. <laughs> but like again, he's one of those guys. He was in like he started in We're No Angels. He was in Days of Thunder, Hoffa, What's Eating Gilbert Grape, The River Wild, which goes back to our whole oh, uh, fuck. our double feature yeah. uh, sneak into uh, t- time cop thing. Uh, Dolores Claiborne, Boogie Nights, Thin Red Line, Magnolia, The Perfect Storm, Gangs of New York, Chicago. Then he starts Talladega Nights, Walk Hard, Step Brothers, Cirque de Freak. Uh, he was on Tim and Eric, uh, Wreck It Ralph, Anchorman Two, and then he did Kong. Dear God, like he's like he's later on in his career, he's starting. Well, he has like he's got like four movies out yeah. right now. He's got a TV show coming out right now though. With uh, it's called Moonbase Eight. And it was uh, co-created with Fred Armisen and some other people. It's Fred Armisen, uh, Tim Heidecker, him. Is Tim Heidecker the guy from? Tim and Eric. Tim and Eric. Yeah. And so they're all basically, they're like prospective people to go and like live on a moon base. So they're all like on a fake moon base on Earth right now. But they're like just a super inept group of people. I absolutely cannot stand Fred Armisen. No? Cannot stand him. Oh. Do not find him funny. I don't like his humor. I thought that show he did was dumb. What was that oh, show Portlandia? Ugh. I get why people don't oh, like Portlandia. That God. makes sense to me. I like his regular... It's like uppity. It was like, like uppity yeah. humor. I was like, ugh. Mm-hmm. I like... Like he, stuff he did on Saturday Night Live was out of this fucking world. When he did the nah. queen, when he played the queen... Oh, here we go. There was a scene where it was uh, like Kate Middleton was meeting the queen for the first time or whatever. And then she played like a real like cockney like gang member kind of thing it's like oh you and so like spreads the legs is like <laughs> you think you're gonna marry my grandson and like and then uh bill Hader was playing uh prince philip there and he's like, and he had that kind of that like that improper like low class uh english voice too right. it was really funny i like that accent actually and then he um he did an interesting thing i just thought it was such a cool like a funny, weird concept. His stand up, he did a stand up special called uh, Comedy for Drummers. And every single draw, every single joke was specifically for a drummer. And he's sitting there and he's See, got that's like, the kind of thing. I'm just like, it, it's like that experimental shit. But he's sitting there and he's like, and he's sitting there and he's like, don't you hate it when you're watching somebody set up a drum set and they're going like, and they like screws the thing and then gives a little tap and screws gives a little tap. He's like, you know how to set up the drum set. And it's like the entire uh, thing was drummers. So the comedy was more in how them long laughing at his. I don't know. Was, was the point. audience filled with drummers? Only drummers. The audience was drummers. The audience was one hundred percent drummers. Oh, okay. Well, that's all right. Well, so, yeah. so, it, so that was the kind of the comedy. The comedy wasn't his jokes because you didn't get his jokes yeah, the, the comedy was that is. people were laughing at his jokes because yeah, it made because like? the ridiculous thing he was saying made sense to somebody it's like what the hell was that like yeah. what is this Andy Kaufman like yeah. I, don't, I don't I'm not in on the joke like fuck yeah. I'm even watching here is this why I pay for Netflix with <laughs> nonsense well, it's because they oh, fucking buy everything they have, a, they have a hundred thousand stand-up specials you're gonna hit something <laughs> you want yeah, exactly right oh uh. Don't know. Oh, they're having a, the ravagers are having a birdie. Like, why would you think Peter Quill they're gonna eat you when there's all these humans in there? I know, right? Humans are gonna eat you for fuck's sake. Like, well, it's just they wanted to keep him in line. <laughs> Woo! So he's, I feel like he's even happier. I know about he that. is. He's like fuck troll doll. Oh, would it, wouldn't it be even better? Because you know how the troll dolls used to have little gems in their belly buttons. Yes. Imagine they, the Infinity Stone was in the <laughs> belly button. That would be amazing. <laughs> 
amazing. This was a nice little uh, moment too, because like, you see that Rocket saves these two, and he's into inter the, interspecies well, loving. Again, see, this is another thing I don't oh, get yeah. because like everybody's like, "This is my native Xandar," but nobody's like the same species. But it's I guess like, it's that's like true, Canada. Though. But I, I guess it's true. It's just true of whatever, though. Even if you just counted all different like animal species and stuff like that, and you're like, "Oh, they're all different species," this just has a bunch of different sentient species. Like a but like humanoid style. So I guess that makes sense. <gasps> Look! Aww. He's alive! When I saw that, literally the first thing I thought is, oh, they're going to make one of those fucking, like, the oh, old dancing, dancing flowers. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm, and, sure, I'm surprised I didn't oh, see them. Oh, I saw them all over oh, the place. Oh, were they? they oh, everywhere. yeah. They are everywhere. Oh, my God. That's the gift mm. that keeps on giving, let me fucking tell you. Yeah. Oh. oh. Mm, mm. Is this the first song off of Mixtape 2? I don't mm, know, mm, to be honest. Mm, mm, mm. I don't remember. That was the first soundtrack, though. The mixtape one was the first soundtrack to be number one on the uh, on the Billboard charts without having an original song on it. Sweet. So, I don't know what that means to you, but it means something to me. Oh, I like their, uh, they have good, <laughs> uh, the, well, the credits haven't started. Yeah. So this is not an after credits scene. No. This is a stinger? Oh, uh, yeah. Sting. sting? Got that from yeah. uh, Frodo? Yeah. Frodo Baggins? Don't stand so, don't stand so close to me. I wonder at what point in, in his lifespan can he get out of the pot? I, like as when soon as can those... he, it looks like he was that big in mm. part two running around. Yeah. Uh, well, he gets wider in that one, so I think that like he takes on the nutrients and then he probably develops legs and then he can probably just pull his legs out and start walking around at which point he's still right. very fragile at this point because he's so small he could just break him in half but so he had, just to keep growing. he had to get These some fuckers meat. are unstoppable that was like the opening to the second one is hilarious to yes. me. just him just walking yep. running around being like a little like there's that one bit where he just waves at Gamora while she's fighting and she goes hi like and I was <laughs> and I just for, as a parent I feel that way sometimes uh, I'm like in the middle of doing laundry and yeah. then something else happens like oh the dog's shit over here and I'm cleaning that up I'm trying to fold laundry and then reese comes in he's like hi daddy yeah hi what what and you can't even be mad right You're yeah. like, oh i can't even be mad daddy doesn't drink so you need to be really fucking patient with me right now <laughs> uh, like when he's like i am groot and they're like whoa oh, language bud like uh, well and just the twist of ass. just the twist of uh thor speaking groot oh i, oh, was, groot I was, was i elected. wanted to talk about that the whole time oh, yeah. but i thought you were already sorry said it. sorry said it. oh well i love that scene he's like yeah we took groot in uh in university or whatever like in his oh. Oz asgard or wherever rob, rob zombie was a voice not a he wasn't a physical person he went he said yeah yeah exactly yeah. he said it a thousand times in a microphone just how, so they could get it right how did star lord survive holding living in space and holding that infinity stone he's more human than human more human than no. and you can swear that he you know they just <coughs> took it right off the cd but no no he said that in in the studio i did it live like um fucking uh les mis les mis de la Ble. Or that that uh, the boss video where he's walking around streets of Philadelphia. Oh, he's like seeing it live, which yeah, was like the, a big deal. Like oh it was wow, a fucking yeah, nonsense nightmare. <laughs> so it's like unless you're from New Jersey, nobody gave a shit. Yo, Jersey, yo, it must be hard Jersey. because most most places don't or most people don't have that really specific hometown hero. Like that, like at that level, and they have two. They go between like it's Bon Jovi and the Boss. Whoever's in town at the time is number one. Yeah, what well, if they're and both I think there at the same time. Well, I think there's also like a working class and kind of like the 
the eighties millennials, like the, I, the kids, they're like, oh. I would rather go to see Bon Jovi in concert than Bruce Springsteen. I think I would too. Yeah, because you're gonna there get are, laid. you're gonna get ripped apart. There are yeah, that's bon one thing. Yeah, they you're, will eat you alive. You're gonna you're gonna get a drunk fat chick oh, on your dome. Yeah, but um, I remember when uh, they were playing in Toronto. I took the train to work, and it was swimming with drunk. 40-year-old chicks wearing nothing but leather, singing Bon Jovi songs, playing it. I'm like, why would you? Like, to me, the last thing I would want to do is listen to the music of the person I'm about to go see. Dude, that's hilarious. That's like a real, that's a real thing. That's like a real issue. (laughs) Because I think this, I go to lots of concerts and I always think the same thing. I was like, I don't want to listen. I don't want to listen to them before we go. Yeah. But some people are like, yeah, let's rock it all day. We'll listen mm-hmm. to the songs. And then I'm like, no, you're gonna yeah. like, you're gonna, you're gonna overdo it. Yeah, you just you. The last thing you, yeah, you're gonna hear. They're gonna play this song. You're like, great. I just fucking heard this. It was the last song I heard before I walked in this building. Thanks. I remember going to work at this call center and this dude was there and I see him around town. And he's like really not looking good. Oh, makes weird paintings and stuff. Anyways, but he said to me the one day he's like, what are you listening to? And I was like, Radiohead. And he's like, you're wearing a Radiohead shirt. He's like, you can't listen to the band and wear the T-shirt at the same time. He's like, it's too much. Do you think that's too much? No. Uh, I don't think off, so either. First off, if it only would have been too much if he would have been able to tell that you were listening to. Right. To, like, if you were sitting there wearing the shirt, you had giant headphones on, and then you're like, you do it to yourself, <laughs> and you're doing all those weird twitches I and saw, shit like that. Dude, that would be much. That I saw be, this dude at the gym, mm-hmm. like, two days ago. And he was singing mm-hmm. like I was like, wow, this is clearly like your second day ever, like at the gym. And you're really <laughs> like, you know, what I mean, he was singing and drumming. And then like, but it was funny because it's like, you know, sometimes I want to sing. I'll, I'll be like kind of drumming on my leg a little bit. Right. Just to mm-hmm. kind of keep the keep the energy yeah. kind of flow going. But this guy was drum solo and then he jumps up off the machine and he's suddenly he's playing guitar and then he's <laughs> playing bass. And it's just like I'm like, who is the show for? Like, you're not even <laughs> sticking to an instrument. You're yeah. not playing all of them at the same time. It was like, oh, he's listening to a rush song he's on a neil yeah per, he's on a neil pert oh, uh, like fuck like a drum kit he's like oh now there's oh now i'm hearing the drums oh there's a guitar in this band too everybody look there's not just a bass oh, and drums man. and i was like buddy what the fuck are you doing that's funny um so to see where this lines up with the rest of the movies uh this was the number three highest grossing of the domestic movies at 333.2 million it made so under Iron Man 3 is 409, but over Iron Man 1 is 318. Uh, for worldwide, it was also number three. It made 773.3 million. Woo! So under Iron Man 3 is 1.2 billion, but over Thor 2 is six, uh, 644 million. So Shane Black has a billion dollar movie. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I'm sure Kiss Kiss Bang Bang made at least that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it's actually tied amongst the ones we've watched so far as the number one IMDb rating at 8.1 along with Avengers. The first one. Yes. Oh, you're coming up to it. Yeah, we're coming up to it. The scene. Yeah, this one, I don't think... I can't even remember which one, what this is here. I remember, but the... um, uh, the, Raccoon reference provided by Oreo and Friends. The fuck? What is it? So, did somebody like stick an Oreo on the end of a stick and go, this is the raccoon? <laughs> yeah, maybe instead of the tennis ball, they used Oreos. Maybe. Because then after the scene, you could eat the thing. Maybe maybe that's how the only way you could get Batista to like pay attention. He was like, Arr. Oreo. Oh, oh here, so here we go. 
Oh, yes. See, again, I just picture somebody, again, who's supposed to be so, I don't know, powerful, but, like, just, like, so worldly, so whatever. <laughs> he's like, like fucking, I'm, having he's a, I'm having a pina colada. I get it. <laughs> just out of nowhere. <laughs> and voiced by Seth Green. <laughs> Howard the Duck. Yeah. Do you think Who? they're going somewhere with him? I don't know. Well, again, he was he's listed as a uh, as a member of Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Because he was so at some point. Yeah, that blows my mind. Well, they're just like all of them. There's just every now and whenever, you know, they need a guy. Does it not hurt your heart to know that the first Marvel movie was Howard the Duck? George Lucas. No, no. What hurts my heart is all those cheeseburgers and fries I continue to eat. Sam, it's wings for me mostly. <laughs> oh, I could go my, for some wings. My cheese wings that I'm eating. I mean, I'm like the diet. I'm dying. Oh, I'm like, oh. It's not worth it. It's keto. You can eat all the wings you want. You just can't have them. I know. No, exactly. Go to town, baby. Fucking right. Um, so I, it's a keto-ish. I'm not going to go all the way. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. do diets. There you go. It's fucking bullshit. A little um, interesting thing with... Uh, James Gunn, I guess he made some comments back in the day about not, this isn't the rape thing, uh, but he, uh, much worse. Yeah. No, but he had made comments about like George Lucas going back and re-editing his movies for the, uh, re-releases and, and stuff like that. And then one of the first things he said after he made this and it was like out there, he's like, I totally get it. And now he's like, I so want to go back and change some scenes. <laughs> right. And I would get that because if you were a perfectionist, Nothing is ever good enough. Like Kubrick. Like Kubrick. But like, and I think that was a big thing for uh, George Lucas. And yeah, I mean, we can all agree he should have left well enough alone. Yep. But especially like some things were improved upon and fine. Some things were completely unnecessary. I and think that it had to do. I think it had more to do with money. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it had anything to do with uh, I need to change this because you don't need to come up with fucking Star Wars again with one extra no. scene. Like, fuck, come on. No, but it wasn't even like one extra scene sometimes. He's just sitting there. He's like, w- like looking at the world and he's like, this is so barren. He's like, there needs like the like this is like the city center. There should be some life. But like we didn't do it. And then so we didn't some, do it. So he's like, we have, well, it's like, we couldn't afford it or we couldn't like get, we couldn't get people. Whatever, to this yeah. Set. yeah. And there's like, so I'll just add a little something, but then it's like, oh, okay, well what's, what's too much. And then sometimes he went too far. And then like, he like that extra fucking scene, uh, in return of the Jedi with the fuck, like the singing scene. Like that's nonsense. Oh, that was awesome. That's nonsense. But adding like when they're checking the desert for the droids and they add a couple more, uh, like stormtroopers on Dubax, that's fine to me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's more because instead of like the three guys you had the originally, when you've told them like spare no manpower and stuff, oh, they like didn't. That. Like that's, exactly. all they could, that's all they had. Yeah, we only had yeah the Death and Star. They're, they're not even beyond. This is their day off. Yeah, exactly. So they're not really doing no. that good of a job. They're making sick OT, yeah, but they're this. not interested. Yeah. All right, fuck guys. It. So. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. And we leave it there and we head towards Avengers Age of Ultron next week. Sweet. So I'm very interested to watch it to see to, to see if my opinion has changed. I know. Or at the very least, like I find that my opinion on a lot of the movies doesn't change so much as its context helps me appreciate it more. Right. And like you said, once you've seen you go back, mm-hmm. you see things you miss. We're like, oh, that's kind of yeah. neat, or you know, that's 
or just or just understanding you're like the rest of the movies don't exist without this movie right. if you really think about it. Right. So it's like, yeah, while I can appreciate that this was not as well made a movie as the other ones, I do appreciate its place in the right. MCU. Uh which is why like it's like, yeah, I would rewatch it again because it gives you And a, we're going to you, exactly. So, you know, join us. Just try and appreciate film. Remember that like, you know, this is not the end of the world. We're just watching some shit and having just some watching fun. some films, some flisms. So, so please join us next week as we're going to hit you with Avengers Age of Ultron. As always, follow us on uh, the social media or the social me, as nobody calls it. Um, <laughs> uh, they do at, now. Yeah, at Miscast Podcast. Okay, right. I'm do you remember JK. that? Remember that you yeah. just said that. That's, I've heard people this could say be a thing. I've heard some people say social media oh, before. I just don't fucking stole it. I just somebody. don't. I just don't think that it's like I. I think everybody who's ever used it used it like it was going to be a thing, but it never became a thing. That type. sounds like you're asking like social me then, bro. Social me. You gotta like me like out. talk talk shit about me online. Social <laughs> me, bro. Why don't you fucking just go home and social me you like just, you always, you fucking asshole. You just try and social me, bro. You can't even do it. I'm on social me of all. Uh, um, but yeah, the, uh, oh, that, by the way, I got into a thing of that. I was in a mood the other day and I was just, you know, when you just want to get like, you, you just almost want to be rude to somebody just yes. to get a little bit out, out of your system. Yeah. So I went on Reddit and there's a whole subreddit of roast me and just people post their pictures and it just says roast me. So I roasted like 75 people Nice. and I was just doing it. And I would go to this person and thing? it was like, yeah. And it was like a picture of like this, like, um, like this, uh, like this teenage girl who looked kind of skanky and whatever. I'm like, oh, your boyfriend's gonna be really pissed at you when he comes to pimp you out to like, <laughs> like it was just shit like that. And I just and I felt it's so much, and I felt so much better. Like I didn't say anything mean because you would Those see like some heroes. of them, but you would see some people on there would just like a yeah, no creativity. They're just like you're fucking ugly and I hope you die. Like that's not a roast joke. You missed. Like and it was just like you just take something about them. Or and what's you take funny a is that most of them they're Elisa Lampanelli. Yeah, she's yeah, she's uh, she's on it though. I heard some of her shit that was actually her right early was shit so was offensive. Awesome. Those are fucking right on. She's so weird now though. She's lost the weight and that's what happens. You don't fucking that's don't it. lose the weight. No, that's it. That <laughs> is seriously it. It's just because I think, especially as a roast person, the last thing you need to be doing is bettering yourself. Yes, you have to have that vul- maybe vulnerability that's, maybe because that's running her now. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's like, oh god, like she's just, mm-hmm. secretly she's like a mess. Well, well they all the comedians are. So like, what's this? Not a like I would be made fun of by fat Chris Pratt. I don't think I would take it from skinny Chris Pratt. And I'm like, you're being a dick to me, right? As like, how fucking dare you? You're a fucking millionaire. And you yeah, got this like chiseled bod and stuff like that. But fat like Parks and Rec, Chris Pat, and I'm like, oh okay, I get it. Like, well, no, because it's like we're on the same level. Yeah, it's okay. You know exactly. what I mean? We're we're the same. Like that's why Jeff Ross is Ross is like the roaster because he looks like a fucking nightmare. He looks like a, a nightmare that a Muppet would have. <laughs> like oh my god, I always said the um, I. I tried just like writing a roast joke just for him. I'm like, I'm like, well, he's, uh, I was like, he, what would I write? I was like, he's, uh, you know, got that big nose, makes him look like a rat. It almost looks like he was bit, he was bit and caused, uh, I I don't have the timing down. It was like he was he 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 was bit and contracted the jubonic plague. <laughs> nice. That was the, really, that's not bad. That was the punch. Yeah, but sure. I didn't like I don't I just don't remember. It's been ages since I even thought about it. But um all right. So anyways, all those social media things. <laughs> um follow us at Miscast Podcast. I'm at JK Finley, so you can find those kind of roast jokes. Um and uh Todd's at Miscast Todd. Uh 
find us on uh, miscastcommentary.com or the podcast at miscastcommentary.com. Uh, join us. Join our Facebook page. Uh, we've got the... Buy a t-shirt. Yeah, by all means, go to our TeePublic, tpublic.com slash stores slash miscast dash commentary. Just go find the link in our uh, Twitter profile or at the end of any of our show notes or anything like that. It's there. Uh, we just sold, actually, sold our first onesie. Somebody's putting oh, one of our shirts on a baby. Sweet. I have a bunch of people from nice. Toronto that want to buy a bunch. Nice. Well, happy Life Day, so I have to show, I have to tell them the link. You got to tell them the link which i have to ask you okay <laughs> uh yeah by all means we will uh we'll get that sort of yes i have to, you but, have to tell me how to put shit on the twitter thing again yeah but thank you guys all for so much for uh for the support so far thank you very you much have you have been actually funding uh our channel because we've been paying month to month with our uh thing with with the hosting part as opposed oh. to the web part, like the web part's all paid for. You paid for that, and then the, blood uh, with blood. I had to pimp myself then, out. I don't work. Yeah, and then the t-shirts have actually been like keeping. I've <laughs> been keeping us going. In I don't last work. Couple months. I jerk. Yeah, you do. Okay, and sometimes it's <sighs> two hands, so that kind of counts as work. And it's worth money, baby. Come on, you gotta man. see this shit. What the fuck? That's a that's a t-shirt right there. I don't work. I uh, jerk. jerk. And uh, it's me holding up one one hand. It's like lube, and the other hand, it's a box of Kleenex. Uh-huh. Uh, the shirt, the shirt you need to get. I actually, as of this recording, it hasn't been designed yet, but it will be available by the time this episode comes out. It's our Captain America, uh, Super Soldier Serum, going from whip to pimp since 1944. Yeah. So you make sure you go check that one out because we're. Uh, I, I haven't even designed it yet, and I'm proud of it. So <laughs> he hasn't even seen it yet, and he's proud. So, so far, all it is is a line Todd came up with that was beautiful. He, and can, he considers that to be his real child. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't wear my that. fucking kids. Well, you can. But. Well, we used to actually in those like baby Bjorns and shit like that. But baby I have a bad Bjorn. back. Baby Bjorn. I have a bad back that only lasts so long. My wife was such a trooper. She walked so far wearing one of those things. She like <laughs> she like put Reese on her and then walked. Uh, this means nothing to you guys, but from here to the Penn Center, <laughs> oh, and then fuck. around the Penn Center and back what? with him on her the entire time and sleeping for most of it. She didn't realize it was such a long walk. I'm like, holy what are you stupid? god! But like, take a couple hours. Oh yeah, it was like I think it was like round trip. It was like five and a half hours. Woo! So after being there and stuff like that, she actually <laughs> considered like calling somebody to come pick her up at one point. But I've she's done like, that. I got to power through. I drove my bike to but, Port Coburn and was yeah. like, "Oh God, what have I done?" And I, I had to get my mother to come get me. Yeah, I used to have uh, people who I worked with in Toronto who came from England. They brought all brought. They were like avid cyclers. Right. And they would cycle all over England, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we're just gonna go down." And they were like, "So my drive is about an hour and a half from here." to my workplace in Toronto. And they drove from there to Niagara Falls, which is about another 20 minutes past me. And I'm like, oh, what are you doing down there? Oh, he's like, yeah, we're just going to bike. And I'm like, oh, what are you going to stay the weekend? He's like, no, we'll bike back that night. Dear Jesus God. Christ, like... I always thought about driving my bike to Toronto too, and then I was like, fuck that. No, it's not worth it. a crazy fucking Brit. <laughs> fuck. It would be an interesting adventure but i'm not it would. worth my i would never make it yeah but it's just not worth my time if i'm trying to get someplace like yesterday for example i went and bought a cow uh that <laughs> no, no joke that's I for bought, real i bought a quarter cow i got all the beef we got it directly from where's the, the beef it's in my freezer oh. in my freezer mm-hmm. and the um i had to drive uh it was about two hours 45 minutes each way 
and it was just me by myself. But at the same time, I said to Carrie, because I went and got it, because we didn't have the van, the vans uh, being worked on. And so I, we couldn't fit everybody in the car and then bring all the beef back. So I just went up by myself. But I was like, I kind of even me... wrapped like dripping blood still. It's all in the back that, seat of the car, flies all over it. That happened the last time. Reeking. I bought beef. But the, uh, dude, I bought beef from another farm and it was like all, they totally ripped me off. But, um, fucking farmers, man, scam artists. It's neither here nor there. But the, um, you don't but, uh, no, but I, my big re- yeah, I know. But my big regret was like I was I made that drive, and while it was boring at some points, and that I was like I regret not as a young man just having like that soul searching like road trip across country by myself, you know. I did. I just I did. I was like just driving there, and I'm like I could totally see you myself could do that right there. It's like mm, the same fucking thing. Nah, you're alone. You're in a car. It wasn't long enough. There's smelly beef. It wasn't. It wasn't long yeah. enough. I'm I'm enough smelly beef by That's myself. That's not how much time do you need to properly reflect? Me? Oh my god! Yeah, I got I got to fucking dig deep. So it's gonna be <laughs> like r- realistically, I get since, the walls. since I can't drive to the moon, there's no place I can wow. I could go. There's no place like home, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna have to get that ice bridge to Russia going, and I'll just keep Ooh, driving. We have a rainbow bridge Ooh. right to my anus. That would be very prescient to the films that we've been doing. <laughs> I right know, right? See what I Almost did there? too much. So I agree. Um, I agree. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, get yourself ready. We got to make Ultron because we got to make the world safe. Get to ask the That's as far as I got in that movie. So we're going to find out how it turned out. <laughs> Sweet. Um, so we'll see you guys next week. Catch us then. Later. Love you. This has been Miscast Commentary with your hosts, Joe Finley and Todd Murray. Executive producer, Joe Finley. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Visit www.miscastcommentary.com for all news related to the podcast. Miscast Commentary is a Miscast Media production. What about the goddamn, the tape cases themselves? These plastic fucking snappers. They're made of fucking rice paper. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like, what, now I got like 800 of these things lying around. I have like a whole garage just to hold them. And you know how small the lyrics to Boys to Men's Motown Philly show up on liner notes of a cassette? I just bought all these blank cassettes. I can't afford a magnifying glass to read the line. I want to know who wrote the song, damn it. It's never who you think.